I'm going to turn it on, man. I've been holding a lot in the tank all night. It's time to podcast. Yeah, man. Let's go. We're going. I'm going to start. Okay. I'm. I thought you wanted to go. I was going to do a funny, like, I'm talking in podcast voice, but I don't have, have one in I, you don't have one? Well, uh, no. Folks. <laughs> yeah. F- <laughs> you do got to watch out. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting with terrible posture right now for the listener. Cons- That's bad? Constricting. Yeah, bro. It's comfortable. This is a 90 degree angle of my neck. I guess I shouldn't like. sit that way all day, all Is this the time. how you sit? No. I sit like You sit this. the way you sit? In the way I'm sitting right Let now. Let me see what you're rocking right now. It's not good. I mean, there's room for improvement, but you're. If we were in a diagram, you would be the middle. I would be the extreme worst. I think. Well, you don't right sit now. like that most of the time. I've been trying to improve, but you know, you know. Uh, how'd you do with the road trip? You know, did you find your legs needing to stretch them more? Maybe. First time we would get out of the car, it was like, I didn't. I thought I could walk, but I learned, in fact, I cannot. Doing a little bit like the hitchy walk kind of, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. off the horse walk. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. It felt like a great bed, but I, it, I'm i not sure that it did agree with me in the end. Interesting. Like laying down, I was like, this is delightful. But I was happy to get home by the time I was home. You like your bed situation at home? I think so. Okay. It's above acceptable, comfortably so. I like mine. Good, good. Gotta give it up. Ours was just a great deal. Okay. Okay. Like I said on IJB that I that I wanted a new bed. And the guy was like, I know a guy at the warehouse. And the guy at the warehouse told me, is this true? I don't know. But fuck, dude. If he's like off by half, I'm f- still happy. He told me that what we paid, you know, three figures for would normally be like a $4,000 mattress. Wow. In the showroom. What kind of mattress? I do believe that the showrooms are fucking around like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, What kind of mattress? It's it's, it's a good mattress. Is it like a cool? I know there are. It's a hybrid, you know? It's got some (coughs) springs. It's got some foam. Okay. It's got a couple things going on. It's got a little copper in the foam to kill the germs. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Is does it have like a sleep number kind of deal? Um, no, no, no. No. No, that was kind of where we started is that we were like sleep number and I I've heard sleep numbers are very controversial. Really? I heard from some people that are like you're an idiot for doing anything other than a sleep number. Yeah. And I heard from other people that are like it's just a fucking air mattress like that they slap a big price tag on interesting and the whole thing it just kind of felt well i mean like you know no one was offering me a sleep number for you know uh 10 percent of list price right. so you know not for that me. kind of made the decision Here, here's for me what I don't that's like how it. i went to college too <laughs> i just couldn't find another better deal they the gave, percentage of off list price definitely what if the percentage were no lower? one else was offering to pick up half that's what the university if, Dallas offered. But what if like UT would still be cheaper because it was public or something? You know? you know that we're not allowed to go to UT. Why? What do you mean? From Excel? Do you care about your sobriety or don't you? I wonder who made the decision that I couldn't go to UT for Dude, under, undergraduate. It was, I, I never saw someone say they were going to go to UT, but I knew, and I'm surprised if you don't 
feel this because I felt it strongly in my bones. It was it was asking for a life skills about you. Yeah, I wonder. I a hundred percent believe that anyone who is like, yeah, I applied to UT and I'm thinking about going there. That it would have <laughs> been like, so why do you hate your parents? Yeah, but Trinity is a party school. I, but it's not famous they enough didn't know for that, them though, to you? know that. Yeah, that's uh, true. By the time I was looking at schools, there was one of the staff members went to UT her freshman year and like transferred out because it was too wild. <laughs> it is pretty wild, man. Uh, I have no doubt. But I also, I mean, like it's a giant school. I'm positive that like, you know, if 2% of the kids and that, that translates to several hundred kids um, are fucking big time nerds that don't leave their thing and just, you know, play Dungeons exactly, and Dragons dude. and study. Exactly. Like every, it's a big school. You got whatever group you want. Now, one of the, one of our neighbors was like saying that his kid couldn't go to UT because it was too wild. Not that broke my heart. That Yeah. I mean, I've heard, uh, Co-workers say that about, like, uh, in particular, their daughters, like, not wanting them to pick UT or whatever, you know? No, he was, but, like, straight up forbidding it. Like, the kid was in front of him. He's like, huh? he wants to go to Texas, but it's a no. I mean, look, I guess if you have values that don't include partying, then you need to make a strong case for it. I, I don't know. I, I don't really... But you don't, I don't have, have to... A kid. What I'm saying is you don't got a party to go to UT. No, I fully agree. And I would also say there's it's probably entire sober dorms and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Uh, there was a Trinity, and it's a super yeah. smaller school. Yeah, like we only had two school. male dorms, and one of them was like <laughs> the not dorm. fully sober, but like pretty close. Yeah, I filled out my survey just you know thinking someone would look at it and got a very nerdy religious dorm. Which, same, you same. Know, yeah, would suck. So yeah, but it does prove the other your point. dorm was so much cooler. Once <laughs> I got to the study abroad program, and it was all the kids from the other dorm, I was so mad. You know, something like I had funny? no idea there were these cool people here. Yeah, that happened to me. So like senior year, right? So freshman year, it was like such a big issue. It got reported in the Trinitonian. Mm. It was like... Did uh, you ever write for the Trinitonian? I already know the answer. What? Did I write for it? Yeah. I wrote a letter in criticizing their music critic once because okay. he made factual misstatements. But That's right. I do. I think uh, no, that was me hating uh, too much. I'm not proud of that. I moment. think I remember you telling the New Yorker that they were wrong. I also did that, yeah. I'm also not proud of that, man, but it, I got to own it. Was it Sasha like, Frere Jones? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't bring that up this weekend <laughs> when you were like, have you ever been called Sasha? You know, okay. I yeah. almost brought up because when I emailed Sasha Frere Jones, the, I did uh, shortened version of Alex or Alex, like in, in Russian. Russian and Alex in Russian is Sasha. Yeah, it's like the shortened, it's like Alexander Alex, mm -hmm. go, you know, is shortened. Sasha is like a oh Sasha, you know it's your boy. If, if Alexander is your boy, you might call him Sasha. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when I wrote about so the New Yorker music critic in a review of a Ghostface Killer album said that there had been like uh, this was after Excel obviously, mm -hmm. and there was like someone you know how like Todd McFarlane uh, made like really nice cool Spawn toys you know like. Mm -hmm not action figures like they're gonna go on a shelf you know what i mean never leave like, the they're box gonna be like 80 bucks yeah you know yeah. what i mean it was like something like that with ghostface killer and he was like this is the first wu-tang member to have a doll named after him and i remembered before excel there were wu-tang action figures that came out sure and i was like actually i actually them dude i'm not proud of it man 
so I emailed the whenever cons- like well actually started being a big thing on <laughs> on Twitter. It was it was an adjustment period for me where I was like, <laughs> it's bad. To, but what if you're right? Social media is helpful to learn that. People and then I don't then I learned that in that. fact, uh, you know, all the people saying well actually are right, and no one likes them more for it. And that was hard for me. Oh, I got that from Sasha's reaction, man. Yeah, <laughs> like so. Because uh, I had always heard like the, the New facts York, do not matter. I had always heard like the New Yorker had the best fact checkers of all time. Yeah, yeah. and they write corrections in the magazine. Mm-hmm. So I really did think I would get a correction like in the New Yorker magazine. It would be like Alex Stevens told us about the Wu Tang figures. So I hit him. <laughs> and we're up. all so impressed with his hip hop knowledge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe he should be the music critic. Maybe. Uh, I mean, he knows that, about the action figure thing. You know, that's probably why I get like a weird thing with critics now where I, I don't read a lot of music criticism, probably because in my heart, I'm a hater, of, like, because I was jealous of music critics themselves. But anyway, fucking. So clearly the fact checker did forward it to Sasha Fair Jones mm-hmm. because he addressed it on his blog. So mm. they didn't do it. Doesn't like, sound in the like a correction you were imagining. <laughs> well, it was funny because he did do like uh it was like he was kind of like in good faith, like uh, but you could tell it was like it had like a through gritted teeth kind of tone, you know. Mm-hmm. He was like extra careful special boy reader alex stevens mm-hmm. uh, makes the helpful note like you know what i mean like and, i don't think uh, he meant that yeah yeah and and but the other thing was like so i said so when i wrote about it i didn't know if sasha was a boy or a girl you know because mm-hmm. i knew you could be a male sasha man i'd been called sasha myself in my but life primarily sasha gray yeah well sasha gray was popping hard like at that time i think uh it was around that era for sure and so i google image searched sasha fair jones and like it was almost all pictures of like this one lady so i was like okay that's clearly sasha fair jones and so i i referred to it as like miss fair jones like in the the oh really yeah i don't remember this Uh, part I don't think I'd have ever. I've heard the story enough. I'm sure that you've said it. <laughs> no longer the case. I'm seeing. Well, the woman was actually Cat Power. Jeez, like, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I didn't know who that Sasha, was. Sasha, fucking chill out talking about Cat Power. Yeah, well, it was if, like, you're, yeah. if you're speaking on a lady so much that she comes up as your Google image search, I know that's what I wanted to tell him. That man. should be the basis of a restraining order, hundred yeah, percent. Like, but I didn't, I didn't want to hit him back, dude. After my, our, our initial little scuffle, you know, no, I guess I, he he won. Yeah. But yeah, on the block, he was like, and the world needs careful readers although he thinks he thought i was a woman which I, a simple google search should have told him i wasn't or like some shit like that mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. did want to be like i wasn't for lack of research you fucking weirdo like it's, check you know it's but, a hard you know yeah i know exactly so instead i was like i'll podcast about this in 20 years there you <laughs> like, go you got him uh hell yeah uh when anyway. is your uh get out date are we close get Next out year? date what do you mean when did you, what's the day that you left Excel? Oh, I don't know. The 20-year yeah, anniversary next soon. year, man, because we were talking about, like, uh, anniversaries of getting there. And I was like, damn, I'm well past 20. I'm on, like, 22. I knew uh, it. I, I said a little, uh, you know, it, it hit me hard. It was last year. Yeah, I bet, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In no small part, because we're doing this. 
didn't hit me that hard whenever I was stuffing it down. You know what's funny? It's the great thing about stuffing it down. My 20 year was 2019. And I'm like, it didn't really hit me that hard. I just like completely torched my entire life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really have time to think about it. You, you know? know? It's like funny because it's like every year around Thanksgiving, I do get like very melancholy and like broody. Mm-hmm. And uh, unrelated, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's like, it took me forever to realize like all kinds of like different things that come with that. But now I literally am realizing this as we sit here. I'm like, whoa, 2019, what happened there? Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Nearly yeah. everything. And you know, it is interesting because I have started like feeling like uh, reminded of the vibe of starting in college again. I think as I'm like getting ready to go back out in the world, I've been saying that for months, but first of all, I am an independent contractor now, employed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, as I get ready to get more remunerative uh you could be double employed by the end of tomorrow if you know <laughs> we really play our cards right. What do you mean? If I just if you nail this lunch? Oh yeah, well we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah, I don't want to, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I do you want to give out the uh, location and time just <laughs> no. so people can hold a good no, thought? No, no, that's a good point. Focus no, no, their no. energies. No, but yeah, send me good vibes. I'm, I'm going back out in the world, but uh no all i'm saying is like maybe the 20 year coming up maybe it has something to do with that because i've been feeling you know maybe like i'm in the college program right now i can't I just so I hope not. what we're talking about on today's episode is that yeah, uh, we much. did uh spend this weekend with uh two other former students and we were one of them uh lives in the greater houston area and so we hung out at his house and then eventually did take a uh, little trek over to the old campus. But he, the kid we were with, I, I texted him and asked if we could use his name. He said that first name is fine. Oh, okay. So I would refer to him as Andrew. Okay, very wise, very um, smart to get that taken care of in advance. Yeah, because, you know, if someone, like, was on the whole thing and, like, they don't want to, like, have their existence erased, like, some people could see it that way. You know what I mean? What if we have like Whereas a friend I know that, that the other there, dude values but... his privacy and so I will respect it. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask. Are we well, going to pretend like there wasn't another dude there? I mean, I guess we could. <laughs> like, I'll, like we could leave anymore. it at that if you want. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the, Andrew uh, was in the college program, which was extremely opaque to me. You know, like I was right. like a big part of the college program was like we're going to leave some of the restrictions on but some of them are coming off and if the kids down there that have all the restrictions on know what the balance of these things is then they might take some of them less seriously just like you know whenever you're creating a cult it's important to control the flow of these things the pyramid has to have levels yeah and and so a big part of it was just like once they were in the college program they were pretty much it wasn't that different than if they left. They were out of sight. Like there was a tree line and I didn't know right. when they were coming or going. They and they passed the cool ravine. Dude, I forgot. The ravine was sick as I mean, like fuck. it immediately came back to me because I did fucking love that dude, ravine. Zelda, dude. It was but so cool. Seeing, I, I, it's been a while since I thought about how cool that ravine is. The ravine was sick. And so whenever we turn the corner and the ravine's there. I'm so oh, glad we got I to loved see the ravine. It. Yeah, dude, me too. So like the, even if you had told me, because we tried to go through the ravine, it's uh, gated now. 
Yeah. So like yeah, we yeah. couldn't get through, and it was kind of awkward. Like that was the only time. Like there there are people that are apparently like living right on the complex, and uh, we saw it. Like we drove right by them. And yo, what about the guy that tried to wave us in the back gate? Do you think we would have gotten like hills have eyes? remember when he was like come on come on you know like no he stuck his hand out yeah why was he like following me dude if that was a private gate i mean like if he were the homeowner i have no explanation if he was just a guy that was visiting or like the delivery person (laughs) yeah 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 or like whatever because we don't know on guy or something it seemed like well the the, two properties have been split off well, I mean, but if it were me, like I fucking like that's why you'd be a shitty fucking delivery at uh, at at uh, the ticket, like the offices, you like had to have a key card or whatever. And after there was a shooting, uh, <laughs> do you remember this of like a, a cameraman or like a disgruntled news employee? There was a woman who was like giving a news report and someone opened fire yeah it was okay in Virginia. yeah i do i do not uh, funny by the way and so after uh, you know on the left um after that happened there was like a whole bunch of emails sent out of like if someone's trying to come in the door after you you fucking slam it on them right okay and there's no fucking way in the world i'm doing that i kept holding <laughs> the door for people i'm not a fucking monster okay uh like you can tell me to be a bad person and yeah, over email as much mask. as you want huh you wore a mask yeah, because I'm considerate to other people, Alex. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's right. the through line. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, like I, I, you, you get caught, get caught up on like what you think the man is telling you <laughs> or not telling you. Okay, I just okay. try to like human decency. Focus on like what's considerate to the people around yeah. me that are right yeah, here yeah, that I can yeah. see. Um, Your survival so, is not a value. So, like you know, that guy was carrying a similar spirit of like, oh, these guys look like they need to get in. Come on in, boys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So I, I don't, or hills have eyes. Or hills have eyes. We, we did. Know. We didn't go in, so we yeah, don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't know if any of this is important, but um, the uh, the way that things are arranged, you know, you got whenever I got there. Um, I mean, I guess I don't even need to say. It. Just basically, there's like a lodge, the you know, like a steel siding building, two uh, double wide trailers that are like an office and like a dormitory area. Um, and then like, uh, there's a house, like the, the oldest thing on the campus is, I think there was always more or less that house. Yeah. And so that was the school for the the time that I was there. Um, the stables that became the lodge, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those two seem to be like around the same. Like, I think whenever Sally bought the property, she was buying a house and stables. Yeah. exactly. And she put a couple double wides on it. Yeah. I think built up from there. Yeah. Um, and so you got this like little complex, uh, a good bit up, up from that, um, is what was originally just a double wide. And then eventually they moved the double wide back into some woods and built a house there. And that was always staff living there. Right. Like that this was, you know, like if you had a problem in the dorms, there was a walkie talkie that could reach that house. Right. So that was, you know, like if something happened, which like if there was ever a fucking fire, Right, right, like, right. You're right. just waiting until the staff get in their car and drive down. That's literally what would have happened. Dorms. We would have left the dorms. I think. How? I don't know, bro. They were I'm locked. not burning to fucking death in a dorm because I mean, of the cell rules. You could break the windows, I yeah, guess. But that's what I would do. Wouldn't have been easy. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. There was one window in each room, 
it was small and it was like kind of high storm. up. In the yeah, shoebox storm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and the doors were... If it's the were, double wide, you're getting out no problem. Exactly. You probably just knock down like the fucking... The doors were locked. Pat could have uh, knocked down one of those doors. The himself. doors were heavy and metal and locked in, in the, the shoebox shoe storm. That's what I'm saying. And had guys sleeping in front of them all. That's exactly what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're right fire about starts that. in there. You're just waiting for... There, each room Sherry. had one reinforced window. Yeah. Yeah, actually, what the fuck, dude? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I see you're sitting here. God damn, dude. Yeah. Fuck. That's like, uh, at, maybe the windows aren't as reinforced as I'm remembering. But Do you want to find out? Christ, man. I mean, no. I mean, and you think the entire school is getting out through one of those broken windows? Yeah, the boys would have handled it, dude. I have faith in the boys, but I don't, I don't like this. Yeah, no, nah, the boys would have come through, dude. Excel kids are strong. They, they've got it. Uh, they had some I mean, problems, first of all, there's but... a bed in front of each of those, so you're losing time with that. No, I know, I know, I know. I don't love it. And depending Getting on the fire, zero you know, casualties hey, God forbid, seems God, quite... God forbid, man. I mean, it's over now. It didn't happen. But, Thank God. Uh, it could have, and I think that's what we're both kind of freaking out about right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, but so you got, uh, you know, that, that hill house, and then behind that, there's the tree line. So that, for the most of the time there, was kind of like the world, you know? Right, that, right, right. That was your map. Um, and like, we never, I never, I've still never been in Cherry and Doug's house, the, the Hill house. Oh, I've been in all. I'm sure that you have, but you know, you're a special boy in ways that I'm not. Very special boy. Uh, I mean, you'd been to the fucking off campus house that we saw. Woo. That was a trip, man. That was a trip. I couldn't believe it. Oh my gosh. Do, I, do you think I'm even allowed to say what we saw? You didn't see that, dude. <laughs> Alex I think he I did, knows man. who lives in that house, but I'm doubtful. I'm, I think it's him. Man. I've seen him plenty of times, and to say that you're sure that that's him, seems I didn't say I'm sure. I think it's him. I think it's him, man. I'd say less than fifty. Stay 50. tuned. All I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> we went to the house that uh, Jamie, the program directors, used to live in, where I was an indentured servant for a summer, planting and doing their landscaping. I love using that pool, dude. Doing the house, but getting to swim in their pool, getting to watch movies. Whether it was him or not, I was deeply envious of the guy that was just grilling up by the pool. Yeah, we were grilling. We that we would grill just like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, and the guy who I think it was, guess where he was? Man in that damn grill. Okay, just like he was. No shirt on, exact same tan. Saying that I'm the guy saying, grilling level, shirtless in Conroe, that there's height, only one of them, same is height. the most insane thing I've ever heard. Similar height, similar kind of wideness. Fully you know? 50% of the city is guys that height <laughs> and wideness grilling with their true, shirt true, off. True, 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 very true. Um, but yeah. so then beyond that tree line, you've got uh, where they moved the double wide that used to be where the hill house is. And then... Pushing past there, there's it used to when I arrived was just open land. I don't even know if they owned it at that time. I don't think they did. But somehow they acquired the land next to the parcel they already had and built a house for the program directors and their three adopted kids and two non adopted kids. And a and bunch of like Excel kids kid that were living with them, taking yeah, care yeah, of the yeah. kids. Various cousins um, and then in and across uh, like a little like half lake kind of thing, another house for their parents 
And uh, Dino and Jamie lived in there. Yeah, and their the kids. There are multiple kids. I know it's, no, it's confusing Little to folks Jamie. that there's two Jamies, Jamie. but yeah. we had to deal with it, so you do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was the expansion phase of like, as you know, the cult gets resources. That has to be as good as it ever got for them. I have to think that was like the best for them. That yeah. must have ruled. I would have loved it. Like you have your whole family kind of vibing out together, feeling good. Building a house seems like life. a headache, but like anyone who's willing to do it, I'm sure that they're like, this is so good. I'm getting well, everything I want. A little background for the listener. And and we don't know the finances, so we can only speculate based on what we do know about how the finances you know, resulted in physical improvements to the land that that got purchased mm -hmm. but what i will say is the the builder came he came to many dinner theaters and he told his story once you know because everyone has to turn their life into like a 12-step story to do business <laughs> that's with so amazing to me that the know? builder of their house came in and I, I love how you described it what was your encapsulation Oh, I've told you about this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I liked it, dude. He's he's like he was like, I forgot exactly how he used to do it, but he's like, that's not good enough anymore. It was like, don't do anything. I, I wouldn't want my wife to see or something like that. And then but it was kids. He's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't do yeah. anything. I couldn't explain it to my little girl if I did it in front of her. And I, you, you know? I think the summation was more or less like, uh, you know, <coughs> used to have a good time. And then like at my wife's start of family, it was like, no more of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that was basically it. Dude, the guy was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I don't remember. I don't dude. have very clear memories of, but I I remember like a weird dude sitting on a table at the front of the room. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm sure I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sat on the table when he told his story for there sure. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so he built the shoebox fire hazard dorm that we were describing. Yes. And then he built the mansion yeah. on the expansion. So, And I do remember them grumbling about the construction quality of the mansion. The family was. And I, I experienced it myself. Yeah, well, I was going to say like... They, Shit would fall off sometimes. There had to have been like a package deal, you know, and I worked on the mansion and the renovation of the college dorm. Mm -hmm. And that what they told us was because we were i was over 18 like we were laborers we worked alongside his laborers yeah like painting and laying down floors in that home and what he said and what they told us he said at least was he's paying the school money for our hours of work but we're doing it you know to help out obviously but that money is going to go on a special account for us and then it will be used to pay for our dinner and then our senior prom which was coming up you know the the big prom that they did that year so that's what we worked for yeah i, I mean never they gave us a prom and we didn't ever, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i know exactly that, so uh but i have to think like there's some sort of you know uh you know shenanigans may be a loaded term but it's like you build these dorms and then you're like yeah i'll build the mansion or you know what i mean like it's just an interesting it adds an interesting layer to the question of whether that secondary property for the family members was like a corporate asset or a family asset and the difference. Like if there was some sort of like, you know, if you had to backtrace it, yeah. I wonder how it would shake out. Yeah. Um, so they, they built these houses and uh, they lived in them for probably less than two years. And then and these were like the goofiest 
The Nana house I mean, they was were, normal. The it, Nana house kinda. was a big house. Oh, big it was open a normal house, house for Conroe. It was like, yeah, yeah it was a, a big ball house. Conroe house. Yeah, but like the mansion was like goofy. It was like if you built it in The Sims. Like, 100%. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had all the, the weird like center rooms. And, I like, mean, like you can't imagine a situation where they're building their own house where they're just like, we'll go from a plan and whatever you guys think no, is good. No, I mean, they, they had an unorthodox family. People. They had Jamie and Sally. They had Linda. They That's had not all what made of the their house different goofy, kids. Dude. There's houses with several bedrooms that aren't that goofy. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, yeah, it had a This was way them coming shit. in and being like, I need my Mickey Mouse room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally sitting here thinking like, come on, Alex, think of a funny example of the room. <laughs> it, it was there. <laughs> it existed. <laughs> I slept in it, dude. Because, yeah, what they did after, like, the less than two years, they were like, living here is tight, but what if we stuffed, like, I don't know, 150 kids in here and each of their parents are paying, like, 4000 a month. To live in a cool mansion. What, what, what could we do then? And so they moved out of it, and for my senior year, I, I lived there. That is so wacky, man. Yeah. That I, I really, I've always, I've known that for a long time. I know. Uh, but I, I still feel like I'm not really processing. And I mean, <laughs> like, you know, so it was weird. so much better than the shoebox dorm. So what, who was living down there? Younger kids? Yes. Okay. That was, I have no doubt. Uh, um, so that was fucking hell. So I've, I've said before, like the worst time that I was there was like the first couple months. Yeah, like just in the general treatment of everyone, and and it was worse than and that. You were getting picked on before I got that. But I mean, I'm saying like I'm not talk. I'm not trying to judge what's the time I got picked on the most. Gotcha. I'm saying like ambient average student experience. It was worse at the beginning than at any other point. Okay, but the worst like experience like drilling down like worse like that a group was having, like like I'm saying my senior year, it was chill enough, dude. I was living in the OG, the OG dorm, the trailer in the woods for right. a good portion of it. Right. The last couple of months, I was in that mansion. It was a ball and mansion. How many kids were in the mansion on the weekends? Sometimes we could play PlayStation. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of kids. They're packing like I don't know four bunks in every room that they could put them in. That's like the ship of that's like Rufio's ship from Hook. Yes. But like <laughs> you got it. Dude, yeah. That's yeah. fucking insane. Uh, we had an Axis and Allies board. We would try and get through a game on the weekend. Couldn't okay. get through. I mean, it takes more than one weekend. There's okay. a couple times the kids would be like, let's just leave the board how it is. I and would we'll get back to it next when weekend. I would see that, like with risk to you. Yeah. See that yeah. <laughs> God yeah, bless right, you. Dude. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do, you, do you know who we're living with? <laughs> um, but so the average student experience then, you know, I mean, like it was good. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds but like the it. kids in the small dorm. Shit. I mean, it was hell every day. Yeah. It was, I but like, because the kids down there, I'm mean, like, the younger you are generally, the wilder. Yeah. Like, because to, to get sent Because there early. were kids that got sent there as like 17 year olds that were definitely just sent there for being too cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the kids, like, no one's fucking Yo, parting with their darling 13 year old because of like whatever. Like, that kid has to fucking suck. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I, I was mean, I don't know. You know I say that as someone who sent when I was fourteen. But well, me you, too. You saw the. I got sent away. Yeah. You saw. Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking like, dude. You know, Baby Sean. I think I've talked about him. 
just the sweetest kid of all time, did arrive at Excel when he was 12, and he didn't suck. So I have to defend him. And he of is course, an there were exceptions. That's what I'm you know, like I consider myself one. Well, he's uh, just like huffing in his room. So it was very easy to like sell his parents on the like, your kid's going to die. Uh, like there's so a kid I, you know, uh, from the Dallas is, area that I, I hung out with for like a day afterwards. He got sent there when he was real small. But like yeah. he was cool. It happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but as far as I agree yeah, with you, like I the do. trend I just is, felt the need to stick up for baby Sean. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, you're totally right though. Especially the kids that didn't do drugs. And like the meant, the outliers there are just bad. Like the the worst kid of like the 17 year old group, like he just wasn't that bad. The worst kid of the 14 year old group was always going to be a true motherfucker. Like <laughs> pissing everywhere, <laughs> fucking like just screaming all we night. We both were for, Oh, we weren't the worst kid though. Okay, that's what not I'm close. I was like you realize you're talking about us, but I you're not. We were cool. Just had like weird fucking like you know hair collection or whatever. Just like yeah, yeah, toenails in the fucking flashlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it was just all them. That was the little kid dorm. Yeah, like, there was like four of them in every room. Oh, just goblins, man. Like God, it, no way you're getting through like a week without one of the mattresses being fucking full of piss. Ew. Yeah. I mean, look. If you have problems, you have problems. There usually was at least one kid that really had like shifts were to prevent when the overnight, you know, waking up in shifts to watch your fellow students. And that was another thing. Well, that's what I was saying. Like that was to prevent runaways, but the good also dorms, no shifts. Oh, that's that's very that's a huge deal. That's a I big deal. I don't think I ever did shifts at the mansion. We did do them at the OG dorm. Interesting. Because that was whenever I got that punishment. I was, I've told that on here before, right? I mean, new listeners all the time. Uh, <laughs> I had a, I had like a tough time waking up for shifts. Right. And like, I just, I'm a heavy sleeper. And right. if you like, like there's, there'd be times when someone would have a conversation with me, like think I was awake, walk back out. And like, I never come. And I yeah, don't recall that was a those. Freak, that was a decently frequent problem with shifts. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and like, can, so some kid fucking like did that, went to sleep and whatever, you know, it goes on me that like, it's, it's not my, uh, that I, that I didn't show up for the shift. Right. And that happened enough times. Oh my God. I, I'm like vaguely recollecting where this is going. That they, the like solution was, yeah. uh, every single shift. So like what, five, you know, times throughout the night, uh, they would wake me up. And then after, like, they would set a timer for five minutes, and at the five minutes, they would tell me whether or not it was mine. Unbelievable. That's torture, dude. That's straight-up torture. Yeah, and, like, I, they definitely were, like, well, if you're having trouble with it now, this will fix it. And, like, I'm this age now, and whenever my kid cries, <laughs> she can do it for 20 minutes before I'm awake. You know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. My body is how it is. Like, for sure. Your genius intervention changed it not at all. But so that that happened at the OG dorm. I, I remember where I was whenever they yeah, were pulling yeah, that yeah, bullshit. Yeah. So I guess they did shift there. That's surprising. I would just would have thought they wouldn't put run risks in that dorm. Yeah. Well, they always found their reasons because the shifts did. They were like a good venue for just demanding sacrifice to the organization. Maybe we did them at the just other one. Night. I don't think so. Well, I was just going to say it became like a secondary task on shifts. There were enough bedwetting kids that 
uh, they would kind of do a similar thing for bedwetting kids where it was like on a shift, you had to wake up the bedwetting kid so that he could go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, they weren't allowed to drink water after a certain time. You know, it was like a whole thing. But a lot of the times they were on medication. Uh, sure. That would, I'm thinking of one kid in particular, his medication was the reason he was bedwetting too, I think. That sucks. Uh, and it made him, but it made him like very groggy. And so it was like, kids would literally, it might as well. It was like, you know, like in the wire when Omar's like strapping phone books to himself, you know, it'd be like, I'm going to go wake this dude up, like strapping pillows to yourself. Yeah. Cause you just, he was like over six feet tall mm -hmm. and just like pissed off and like somnambulant. And you were just going to have to like, just be like, God damn it. Like, go to the bathroom, you know? And he eventually would, but he would do it like a literal, like a slumbering giant just to work. And like, he would lumber off just, you know, like, or like, this, a, this had to be like, uh, the like double wide dorms, right? Is that, is that I don't think box. it was, this is shoebox. Dorm. This was in shoebox. Oh yeah. 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 I don't I'm remember picturing this. him going out of the big room and then I was the there. Hallway. I mean, like I was there when the shoebox dorm was built. <laughs> I'll tell you who I'm so talking I'm sure. about afterwards. You'll, I'm you'll sure know. I know, but yeah yeah man he was a beast. i'm kind of <laughs> was he from california no okay oh, no that's not no, who no, i was no, thinking no. of all right uh anyway yeah but yeah so uh, we got just heard more about the college dorm yeah yeah i all like the second it was proposed like you understand that like a half cult isn't going to work you know, yeah, that's like, a good way of putting it. There's no way that the, and especially like the kids involved. Like that's the point. The yeah. kids who were clearly like interested in living sober, just got to leave. Like they just <laughs> went to regular school, and the kids where they were like, yeah, I think they need a little more. They were the ones that right. they're staying behind for this, and like they didn't need a little more. You know, like they fucking right. didn't want to live the way that you were demanding they live, which is their fucking right because it is their life right uh you know but like so yeah to hear all the stories of all the fucking fucking <laughs> drunk yeah, driving dude. people were fucking dude <laughs> I, that that is true <laughs> it's uh it's just what like i uh, in my head if you'd ask me how do you think it's gonna play out if these kids get to leave every day and like yeah. they have cars yeah. out of it. Like, I'm yeah, proud of the boys who fucking, dude. Well, of course. Basically, of course. it sounds like every single dude was fucking. Yeah, which like. Nice. So deep respect. You yeah, know? Like, absolutely. Yeah. That makes me happy, dude. I mean, I just imagine I like in a large college campus full of males who are not living in a double wide that with these kind of restrictions that they were able to fucking rise yeah, to the but, top of their class. It's not like every single one of those kids at Sam Houston was fucking. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, at no. the same time, I, I actually think I'm thinking. Excel's my, a place for cool kids. Exactly. I'm thinking to the end, you know, you rise up with your, with your squad. So I'm thinking in my first semester, you know, I love my boys from Trinity mm -hmm. and they're not all from that first storm, but I bet I would have fucked a lot more if I was just rolling with the Excel boys. Probably. They would have been like, yo, it's time to start fucking dude. Like, Definitely. you know what I mean? Uh, so again, yeah, that was a good that was a good uh, little reveal. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved hearing it. It was great. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. Like it's as far as like the you know, I mean, it's the only time the like Excel students that weren't like you know they were always like the hand picked trusted few 
that like lived with the staff. This wasn't that. This Not was even close. Regular Excel population that just got to leave every day. Yeah. So I guess for let's for the listener, it was like they they had kids who were graduating who were over eighteen. But I think they discerned. But they thought their parents would keep paying exactly. the money if they asked. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So they they tried to have like a transition college program at first through Texas Tech University distance learning. Yeah, and that was you. I mean, you no, were. That was not me. I know you never did Texas Tech, but like you were in that class. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Well, actually, there were kids the year before me that pioneered really? it. Yeah. Okay. The, but they were like the kids that lived with Jamie and South. That's right. So yeah. It was like and the, like the chef. I remember him doing. Yeah, yeah, and like maybe one or two other kids. Yeah. And then my class was the first class where they rolled it out heavy. Yeah. Uh, and y'all got laptops. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got a little Dell. I got well. My Dell was getting when I was getting ready to Trinity. But yes, I, okay. I got a Dell with the boys. The other guys. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other boys, and then the big Dell roll. Did they came just in. instead of a Dell handed you the Robert Caro books? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll take it. Uh, no, I would borrow. Well, I was about to say his name, but do you think there's any way I could read those? Yeah, if you wanted to. Well, I mean, like, I I want to, but I don't know. I don't know if there's anything I want to. Like, I, I really wish I had read those books, but I don't have the attention span. You know what I'll tell you, dude? So daunting. You got to let it kind of walk. Well, this is what I'll tell you. One thing I'll I'll say I'll, I took from those books for the listener, the, the Robert Caro multi-volume biography of Lyndon Johnson. And he talks about Lady Bird Johnson. Mm -hmm. She's kind of like a figure of ridicule because everyone knew LBJ was like, cheating on her all the time yeah. and like treating her like shit like gene jones uh I you know people yeah. here like uh spat on her in that's, mass that's wrong man that's messed up man. it is wrong because they were democrats yeah absolutely damn man uh i don't like that me neither but uh whenever people are trying to establish the city of hate narrative the jfk mm -hmm. was killed by a city that was just so fucking angry and that's rageful us. Uh, it's that, and uh, Adlai Stevenson had an appearance that ended similarly. Dude, he, you see my lip curl. Adlai. Yeah, I know. You you think that Adlai deserves it. It's in there, dude. Uh, <laughs> I think that he was like, I think that they had like signs, and they were like smacking him with it. <laughs> smacking his egghead. He was just Get trying here, to like run nerd. to the car. <laughs> dude, it was at that auditorium. Run. You know the big auditorium downtown? Where the Beatles played. You know what I'm talking uh, is about? Is this in Fort Worth? No, no, no. Here. Uh, the Convention Center Auditorium. No one uses it for anything. I've never been in sure. there. You've never been in there. Yeah, not sure. I think I have driven like by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks you like drive... an auditorium. It's a yeah, yeah, circular yeah, yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah, near yeah, the I know city what you're hall. About. Okay, yeah. He, was, he gave there. a speech there whenever he was UN ambassador. People There's here, do you think up. they liked the UN? The globalists? <laughs> of course not, bro. No. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, all I was saying was, so they made fun of her one summer. She read War and Peace or Anna Who? Karenina, Lady Bird. Okay, okay. And she just lugged it around like all summer, you know, big ass book. And I, yeah. it kind of reminded me, I was like, that's what I'm doing with these fucking books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was like the summer that Lady Bird read War and Peace, you know, they kind of like, it kind of had like a mocking air, you know, among their, their circle or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I kind of do think of it like, you got us for a big book like that or a big cultural project, you know, you got to kind of just be like, I'm going to hang out with this thing for a while. Like, this is going to be my thing for a minute. Yeah. If you wanted to read Dune, that's what you would have to do. 
I see. Know. I don't want to read doing that bad. I mean, I see do that, want yeah. to know about LBJ. I bet that LBJ has a lot to teach me. See, I think the the way to do that is like you generally know about LBJ, right? Uh, yeah. So what I would do, but I'd is love to know so much. More. I would get the audiobooks and then just be like, "This is my radio station." I can't really do. I mean, I haven't successfully. I really want to get either well, McConaughey like or Will Smith because I they both read theirs and yeah, I want to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard it. you might have been you I that told me Will Smith. Seth Rogen has not. Was it you that told me that? Seth Rogen is what? He has an audiobook, but he he no, does it, and then I think me. he got like a bunch of people. Like it's like a fucking cool comedy play. Oh, I'm sure that's great. I'm sure it's delightful. It sounds fun. I love comedy. I know you do. <laughs> I'm thinking about going on an open mic. What do you think about that? I um, came love, up with a joke. You, you, you have one? Mm -hmm. You want to hear it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, I'm so old. How old are you? Uh, I was hoping you would say that. That uh, it's not necessarily perverted when I say that I hurt my neck jerking off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess, yeah. Because I did hurt my neck jerking off the other day. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, if I said that to someone, they did would Did you at least have the lemon slice ready? Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I was like, if I said that to someone, they would probably think I was I mean, I bet it's great. But it was just a little weird movement <laughs> that kind of just... What if they over. had like a device... Like the way that, you know, some various sex devices have entered the culture, obviously I'm referring to the fleshlight first and foremost, but have you ever used like the flashlight? No. I was looking into it the other day. I was wondering, do I want it? And I actually like went on the Reddit and uh, <laughs> Oh my I god. Don't. What I don't. is going on, on the Reddit? He just this you know, immediately when I got into like cleaning and uh, care tips. wet shaving, you know, like the hardcore shaving guys that like uh -huh. and I am one of those guys. Uh, my roommate at the time if was I like... If I just shave in the shower, does that mean I'm a wet shaving no, guy? No, it's, you know, you got the good old-fashioned, the double-edged blade. Double-edged? Double-edged, I mean. Okay. Uh, which is good. You spend like 20 bucks, you got like 2,000 blades. Uh, and they are very sharp. Like, you'll cut yourself at first. Yeah, I don't but want it. I know, that's what my roommate was saying. He was like, maybe it's a better shave but you gotta like join a community of guys I don't wanna be a part of. Like there's like forums of guys t talking to each other about different razors. This is clearly not for me. I don't, I don't grow that. that much facial hair. I can get a pretty good shave with a Mach 3. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I won't lie. I sometimes like I'll get a Mach 3 for travelers or whatever, but it is better. Like I don't shave that much. It's but, probably better. Like I'm not, but know, I'm just saying. Now like, that I have the hang of you it, you can see. Mm, you know me. You, like yeah, I don't true, grow true, hair true. on half of my face. True, like, true, 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 true. What's true. the best shave I could possibly have? True, you're right. But anyway, it just this reminds me of him saying that about shaving. But that's definitely the flesh, the Reddit flesh, the flashlight subreddit. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Whatever it, thoughts you had, you can't be one of these guys. There were guys like some guy was explaining how like it is better. Then what? Masturbating the regular way. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I guess that I thought he was going to say then pussy. No, he was explaining how it is more like a pussy. Like that there's okay. like a more consistent pressure. I mean, you throughout. know my preference. Like that, you know, what, I, what what's that? Like if you're going to go for this, you should. I shouldn't hear what you said. Oh, my preference. You, oh. you should transcend the pussy. Like what if you're going to be a weirdo, go fully, and I don't mean this racistly, fully Japanese. Like get the Japanese flashlight. 
which doesn't even try to resemble a pussy. It's like, it's like better. It's designed to be better. You know what I mean? Like it's got knobs in there. Yeah. And so like it's I was. It's got twists and turns. I was buying them. Mm, like not I, anatomically correct. I believed what they were saying. Um, but it just, it sounded like too much work. Like some of the guys were like, yeah, it is a fucking beating. They have to like get it out. <laughs> the old like, ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I can immediately see that. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, dude. I've got my fucking uh, VR goggles and 90% of the time I'm like not worth it. <laughs> I don't want to go yeah, upstairs. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, the dude, that's why the Japanese make like single use or just, you know, a couple of use ones. Well, not single use, a couple of use sounds like You can like buy them in vending uses. machines. They're little eggs. And you just crack them open, put them on your fucking donger. <laughs> nah, just fucking great. work it up and down, dude. You're done. And like just throw one it away? second. So I've heard. Perfect. Yeah. What do you mean, so uh, I've heard? Are you trying to hide the fact that you've never been to Japan? Uh, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, no. Yeah. Let's move on. I've okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, so we, 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 we did return to the campus. Uh, when was the last time you'd step foot? Uh, yeah, I think it was like 2004. It was early in college. I went back uh, to the Woodlands with a college friend who was from the Woodlands. It was actually one of those campus visits, I think. Wait, no, no. It had to have been after that because we drove up, but like it was like a surreptitious drive. Yeah. So I'd say like 2006, I think. Like okay. it was a like, you want to check this school out that I've told you about, but just did like a quick pass through. So 15 years at least. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I guess I live in the same place you do. I was gonna say I live close enough that I I do it every once in a while. Uh, I mean, the last, I mean, like I just, and it seemed like like I felt like the outlier. Everyone else was like, you know, hearts in your chest, and like I, I just, uh, you know, I mean, I I think that I'm less like inclined to that in general. Like I'm not, and don't say that as a brag. I think it'd be nice to like feel things more fully sometimes. Um, but uh, but yeah, but I I. I I, I'm generally not like that, and I had I I went with Jake in 2018. Okay, so that's so, pretty recent. Yeah, not not long ago at all. Yeah, I wasn't nervous before, but I was like nervous this time. I don't know. I mean, there were people there, so I didn't want to get arrested uh, for trespassing. But yeah, I mean, I, I I like I had visions in my head of like what a bad scene would have looked like. There was a gate across the road. And it was open. So, like, if just right. that gate's closed, like, that's changing the entire experience. Right, right, right. Um, so the gate was open, so I knew that we could at least drive down. And then there was a guy mowing the lawn, uh, but, like, uh, you know, he was he was far away. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. was two cars parked there, one of them with, like, their hood up. So there was definitely, and like... And a Chick-fil-A cup on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of it was showing, like, there's... We knew 100% there are people on campus. Right. But, like, none of them scanned to me as people who would be... Like, if someone was getting married there, they don't want guys just fucking rolling up, walking around, bullshit. Right. That would have been... We're unwelcome quite clearly. Right. I Everyone there, like, yeah, I, I think that there was not, like, wide agreement in the car in this, but my perspective was that everyone there didn't seem like that they would have reason to care that we were there. Like I wouldn't want to stay there for like an hour, but like right. doing what we did, I th 
I thought that it was going to be fine and, and you guys were nice enough to more or less go along and then it was fine. So Yeah, yeah. I mean good. the yeah, the guy that made me nervous was the guy that looked like he might be living there like on pro the property all the time because it might be his job to The get one who was mowing the lawn? No, no, the one like the the Quonset hut looked like there were like maybe someone living yeah, it. but we didn't like see a person like you know yeah, there was yeah, the, the cup and everything. But and I I just think you know I mean like I said yeah we we'd we'd seen on the Facebook page that someone else had been there for a wedding uh, yeah. recently Funny. and they described that there were a bunch of dogs. So I knew going in expect a couple dogs, and that we we did get out and ended up being like uh that we left because like the dogs came up and it felt yeah. like this was enough and you know don't push it um, yeah exactly but uh but yeah so what what did you you know i mean like we, oh, we we drove through like drove all the way to the end of the drive turned around parked you know around there got out i was jacked that we were able to drive all the way yeah that, i didn't really see that you know, necessarily coming because there is the gate, you know, and the iron gate. It's an iron gate. I think the most likely scenario in my head was either that the gate was closed or that there was an active wedding. And in both of those, I think it would have been much worse than what we did end up experiencing. Yeah, it was perfect, man. Yeah. It couldn't have been better. I mean, I guess if the dog wasn't there. I mean, I, th I, I would like to rent the room. I did. I, yeah, I wanted be to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but absent yeah, that, man. yeah. I mean, so I was like, nervous i it, you know being back older it's like more raw i feel like i was still in in shock you when i had seen it uh closer to the time getting out uh it was just so long i mean in in some ways like you know parts of like the and fuck dude maybe i carry parts of the veil with me now but like uh parts of it weren't like didn't fall away until like we started hanging out you know like yeah no exactly just yeah. my view of it is always changing and i was just much less like i happily went back and like met staff members for a meal like you know a couple months after i was gone you know yeah 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 so that wasn't like a this place fucked my life up fuck them i you know like burn it down it was like this is so cool they're helping kids yeah, man, definitely. I mean, and I act like I had, I didn't want anything to do with that, but I still did connect and attach to them. And I still did go back for visits and I still did go, those visits included at least spending one night in the house of a staff member. I, it may not have been more than that, but still, you know what I mean? So I, that, that's kind of the conflict that I've been, it's not a conflict, but it's just like a lot of feelings, man, because that I think maybe is like the the bigger thing I've been not even wrestling with, but just that I keep thinking about is like one thing that me and at least one of the other guys said, I can't remember if you felt this way, but it was more nerve wracking being in the area than like actually once we were on the campus, because as we were pulling up and sort of just being like, oh, it's that, oh, it's that. And then it's like, it's not that long. It's a longer drive down the windy country road mm -hmm. than it is once you're actually like kind of on the ranch property, even though 27 acres sounds like a lot, it's like less than a minute to get from one end of the road to the other, you know? Yeah. And it's like the world is small. Like it's just walking from this building to that building and then maybe one or two other buildings. That was... I'd say the consensus takeaway from the group is Jesus right. Christ, what a small 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, man. It's so small, man. And it's like... <sighs> and like, on the one hand, like, I'm like, well, I was smaller then. But on the other hand, no. that's not true. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I weighed less, but I was the same height. Like, I was roughly... Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I was a fully mature, you know, like I was full grown. <laughs> and it's like, a, yeah, and so part of me is just so mad that like my teenage years were just reduced to this little fucking postage stamp of yeah. backwater. It felt more like a cage. Yeah, and, and then it's so small and you then look at it and you're like, there were over a hundred kids like doing this parade between this small circuit between buildings but then you get like, at least for me, like nostalgic and wistful because those are my friends and I'm like, I that is my adolescence. So yeah. I'm like, it, I hated it and it's all I ever had for that time of life. And like, I ha those are my friends from that period of my adolescence. Every good and thing that all, happened to me between the ages of 14 and 18 happened there. It happened there. Know? Everyone like, I loved from those ages, I loved there. Yeah. And I still like have that love in my heart for them. And I know where some of them ended up and it's not good. And I know where some of them ended up and it's good, but it's still bittersweet. Because I mean, it's a more special place because there are very fucking special people I met there that like, I know that was as good as it ever got for them. Like, yeah, for they sure. were fucking dead of a drug overdose within a fairly short period of time. Like, you know, whatever they, like, if they have an ability and whatever consciousness they have passed to, to fucking look back on their life, like that's the, you know the mm -hmm. the good times and exactly. like yeah so like yeah i fucking hate it but like also it's got all that yeah so that's what i was like i was like literally like seeing ghosts man i was like seeing like glimmer images of like me and you and like all of us and every like just the people i remember walking to school with from the lodge and just seeing them on that like center path like just like not watching them like a movie scene where they're actually moving, but just like seeing little glimpses like in, I don't know, like my mind's eye or something and just being like, I'm so upset at how much I miss them in that. I don't know, man, it fucking sucks. It's, but it's all we got. And I really, I said this, you know, when we were concluding it, but I did mean it, it's like, it does suck, but I do, like, I love the boys, man. I like the Excel girls, too. I love the Excel girls, too. Uh, just all the Excel kids, man. I mean, a lot of them suck a lot, and they all we all have a lot of problems. But it is some of the most alive memories I've ever had, and I've never been in that, like, concentration of just, like, aliveness. Like, the, a lot of kids were there because they were too much, man, you know, and just, like, kind of tight know. to be around yeah dude it's, it's like real life is kind of boring like regular people are different like that's why we got excluded and it did suck to be excluded but it's like i don't know it's like that i've i've never had that i my family is a chosen and made community that's different but like that i guess everyone feels that way about high school one way or another if they had friends in high school maybe some people didn't even have friends wherever but but you know what i mean like I don't know. I'm like pissed off that I'm that I'm grateful that I spent time there at all. Yeah. And I'm pissed off that I it makes it like a a complicated question and it's one we have we've had to grapple with because some of the guys we've talked with and you know including on this trip have have very mixed feelings uh and really are smarter than any 
idiot on Facebook defending the school. I mean, the you know what I mean? Like these are like smart conversations about being like smart guys I respect who have said, yeah. I've, I've thought about this a lot and here's why I think this is ultimately good for me. Yeah, I, I always love talking to him about it because, uh, you know, I just, he's, he's someone whose, you know, intelligence I respect is equal to or greater than my own that has the exact opposite, or, you know, I wouldn't say exact opposite. I would say we agree about more than we disagree about. But, like, you know, I've always thought of, like, if I'm at one pole, he's at the other pole. And so, like, you know, it's interesting to me how he ends up there. And I know I'm going to respect however he ends up there. So I always want to hear about it. Yeah. Um, and I do, including, like, watching you, you guys talk to each other, there is a, a moderation, I think, of each, you know, like you normally would expect in conversation. Yeah, I feel like this point we're, like, more or less in agreement. Yeah, that's you know? what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah But, yeah, exactly. you know, it's whatever. And it's, I like, mean, maybe a matter of perspective that's slightly different, but when you actually discuss it there's a lot of agreement like, yeah yeah uh yeah and i mean whenever i break down my like theory of my life and like how you know like the big structural forces uh of what's going on with me i think a lot of it is there's there's not anyone in my family that's really a lot like me like we we all have similarities and everything but i i think that they do like I, their instinct is like that that me and the things I like and the way that I approach things is weird, sure. And you know, like anyone's definite. Like I don't think that there is. I mean, I, I don't think that there is anything that's like weird in an absolute sense. You know, like weird is always just like different from how I would do it. Uh -huh, you know, okay. um, like uh, I mean, I guess just to talk directly about the like uh. I, I was I was in a a therapy session, one of the EMDR sessions, uh -huh. um, where you know, like, kind of the whole thing is sort of trying to like they basically like ask you the therapist asks you a question, and you, like you meditate on it while you're sitting there, more or less. Okay. And like you know, there's like some like like a you like hold some things in your hands that like vibrate or whatever, you know, okay. like it helps okay. with the meditation, but that's about it. I like that. Um, and so like, you know, she was sort of asking me about this and then it's, it's very much just like, see what comes up, you know, like don't think about it, just watch your thoughts and see what comes up. Okay. And what like, and she was asking me about this and I was like, I just started thinking about whenever I was in Boy Scouts and uh it did like you know the, the point that we kind of like uh reached together you know is like it's a minority of people that like even go into boy scouts but yeah. like this was presented as like the definition of normal you know like because my dad had done it it was like there was unfathomable there was never something we were offered a choice in and it was something where i felt out of place you know most yeah. definitely yeah, 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 um, for sure. And so, like, it was presented as, like, these Boy Scout guys, they are normal. And, like, you do not fit with them. You are not normal. When, like, you know, it's a minority of the population. Like, uh, at my school, like, whenever it was, like, okay. Because sometimes there would be events at the school where it's, like, Boy Scouts stick around, everyone else go home. 90% of the kids were going home. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, yeah, I did. But I'm with this 10%. I'm like, this is the definition of normal. Dude, that's the moment when I realized scouting, no offense, is, well, I guess we're saying the same thing. Let's just say not for me. It's not for me either, dude. They had, it was like, wear your uniform to school day. Yeah. And this was my first year in Cranberry School. And mm -hmm. like, I was in the Cub Scouts or whatever. 
And I was like, oh, sick, I'm going to fucking floss, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going to show off. I got badges already and stuff. Hell yeah. And it's like one other dork wore his uniform. And I was just like, I'm done. Yeah, like, I think <laughs> I quit like basically a week later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree, dude. Scouting is for dorks. But yeah, so I, I think that a lot of what like flows from that, like I, I think a lot of the reason why I am the way I am and like, you know, the, the things that caused me to get sent to Excel, like it's the, the germ, like it all stems from like, I just wouldn't shut the fuck up in class. <laughs> like any class I was in, it's just like, if, if I had some, you, dude? huh? Why wouldn't you? Uh, what do you mean? Why wouldn't I shut why up? Why wouldn't you shut up? Yeah. Be I, I, I mean, I think it's like, you know, um, that I'm not like, that I'm looking for some like confirmation that like, you know, someone sees me and like understands what's going on. And like, I'm just not getting like uh, the message being sent from my family pretty constantly is like, we do not see, we do not hear. Like, you know, we think this is weird. We like, we were looking for something else. <laughs> and like, you know, and so I, I just wanted someone to be like, yeah, I get what he's saying. You yeah. Know? Okay, okay. And so like, I'm just not going to shut the fuck up until I get it. You okay. know, like I, I need someone out there. Like I'm not going to find my people by just like not revealing anything of myself to anyone and like being <laughs> okay. over in a corner, you know, like I had a need that was not being met and like I needed to find some alternate meat and like whatever. Yeah. It's, it's an imperfect one. It didn't work out for me. I got sent to Excel. Uh, so you're a podcaster now. I am podcasting out, like obviously driven by the same thing. No, right? I know that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. Realizing that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, you know, so there was definitely plenty of kids at Excel where uh, I did not feel like uh, seen by them either. I did not feel like I was their normal. You uh -huh, know, uh -huh, um, sure. But sure. but as like a group, like I I don't know. There's been too many times I was around more people that were you know pretty much like me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah so like that's the fucking. There's know. kind of an overall like acceptance of quirks, and like uh, yeah, I agree. And even not that you were this ki this kind of kid, but. Like you said, there were, well, you were this kind of kid, but you know how you said there were like kids who were sent to Excel for just being too cool? Obviously, guys, <laughs> guys like me and you. Yeah. Uh, and then there are the kids who were there for just being way too big of freaks, like just full freaks. What uh, do you mean? Just like, like sex freaks? No, well, that's that, where I go whenever no, no, okay. you that's say too. that. But good, good clarification. No, no, no. Just like, I guess they're some spazzes, kind of work. Dude. They're just, you know but what I mean? But not in a cool way. There, wait, what? Some were sent there for being sex freaks, but not in a cool not way. Not in a cool way, no. No, like just spazzes, like who, a lot of them were honestly probably autistic kids who just raged at their parents too much. Yeah. Uh, but what I liked was, and you saw it in the kitchen, you know, there's sort of a like, look, we're all in this fucked up place together, so we have to be friends with each other as long as you're like cool within the meanings of like Excel cool, meaning like you can get along with your family that you're put in you're not a snitch with within reason given the context i would say like yeah different kids may say never snitch and maybe i'm telling on myself there but to me it's be a predictable but the kids snitch. i mean we've talked about it before the kids that would like fucking reel you in and then the second that they thought that they could like get a better visit because they were exactly like, the least trustworthy of them all were the ones who like acted like come on in yeah let's fucking get that's down. a snitch regardless yeah. of yeah. like you know like in this place where like everyone was supposed to tell on each other they were still snitches right yeah that's how i feel uh but like 
so putting aside that, and there were kids who just kind of were just always treated like shit, even if they weren't like outright bullied, it was just like everyone kind of knew you sucked. Like you, you were just too into, we all know who I'm talking about, even as I say this, like you're just way too into like wanting to live with Dino or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But beyond that kind of thing, I liked to see like the super alpha kitchen guys who were actually cool. You know, the kids who ended up going to Sam Houston State and fucking uh, in the college program, they would also be super cool with like the really like too autistic for regular school kids who got sent there, but then ended up in the kitchen. Uh, And then the like too autistic for regular school kids would become like ride or die kitchen boys. Yeah. (laughs) They would like apply their autism to like protecting the kitchen unit. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, so they would never snitch. It was pretty tight, honestly. Yeah. Uh, So that did warm my heart, you know, the, like the Motley crew uh, of like the cross section of dysfunction. When I think about like the fast and the furious, (laughs) (laughs) it's the kitchen, dude. Like you could hundred percent see Vin Diesel in the kitchen just Absolutely, being like it's bro. about family. Breaking bread, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is about family. <laughs> it is about family. Um so I mean I guess, you know, like I I had some questions, but like you're more or less talking through these, but I don't know. What what was your like uh what was like the big emotion like as you as we're driving on? Oh man. I mean, as we're driving on, I think it's just excitement, just taking it in, this and that. Like I remember being like this whole vibe is Conroe. You know what I mean? Like cuz we were like are we there yet? Are we close for a little bit? Are we getting the right way? Uh and I remember like um you know, one of the guys was getting a little nervous too. And I, I remember kind of checking myself and telling him, I'm get I I'm not speaking it, but I am getting nervous. I could tell because or I was like regressing back. So we spent a lot of time in the weekend talking about like survival mechanisms and your feelings and the difference or like the gray area between like deciding to turn off your feelings or realizing that they are turning off. And I, I, do, I do think, and I said this this weekend, like it's a dissociative response to like a dangerous environment where fully feeling your feelings either because you'll do something dumb or because it just hurts too much is just dangerous. But the scary part is then you go out into a new context missing out on the full complement of life. And that's what trauma really robs you from. Like it's like a reverse investment. It takes more and more from you as life goes on and you get further like reverse compounding uh, as you lack life experience. Um, And I felt it as we were driving up, like I kept having to check my breathing because I obviously talked about Supple Leopard on this podcast a lot, uh, the book, but like I have made a lot of work or taken a lot of time to like focus on my breathing and movement and stuff because I am undoing, I think, uh, things that started happening there because I really do think you feel your emotions bodily and so as you constrict them, uh, you your body ends up constricted as well. And it starts like with not paying, like not actually knowing how you feel and just kind of, it's a mildly like background ambivalent dissociative like 
vibe to your whole life where you really are only existing in your head. Yeah, like uh, there's some feelings where it can be inconvenient in the moment to feel them. And so one of the things that we've kind of learned to do, like even sort of before we had memory, was just switch those off. But it doesn't mean that we're not experiencing them and there are consequences of that, is that? Yeah, it's almost like when you get in a car accident and you kind of can be like, I'm spinning around right now. You know what I mean? Like without the terror of it, mm -hmm. you can be like, I'm furious right now. Like I'm fucking shaking in the corner. Like I can't believe I'm a caged animal. But it's like you're observing yourself from too far of a remove. And kids were constantly getting in trouble for just snapping into what they would call it like zoning out. Yeah. And I think that was just the dissociative habit of mind. Yeah, dude. I, I Whenever you mentioned that, it, it blew my mind just because I zoned out constantly there. For sure. And really don't at all ever. Mm -hmm. And I never like thought to myself as I was doing it, like, well, it's time to cope with the difficulty of the situation. Mm -hmm. It was just like, it felt good. And I, I did it in school before I got there a lot too. Mm -hmm. Like, it, but I, as an adult, it's pretty rare. I know, and which I, is so scary. I, I mean, like, it's scary, scary, but like, but uh, I'm also bummed. I used to love it. Like that, well, that well, feel, like, cause what, for me, I assume this was like for everyone, like it, it was just that like, like your eyes would be like out of focus. You wouldn't even really be knowing where you were looking at, but there was something about like having your eye out of focus eyes, like pointed in that, on that particular spot that felt great. Like there was something in my brain strongly being like, you'll feel worse if you move your eyes. And like, sure. I love that feeling. It's hyper-focus on like a saturation of reality. I would say, I mean, can I go off for a second? Yeah. I actually do believe. So I, I read this book uh, last week called Young uh, and Shamanism in Dialogue. And it's a good, it gave like a good background study on shamanism in general. And basically like it talks about the cultivation of ecstatic trance states to you know see beyond sight and they talk about like mystics or seers or shamans or you know one of young and the classical studies uh big blind spots is they don't bring in women basically i think shaman are generally men but obviously witches vitches excuse me mm -hmm. uh are part of this as well using substances or not using ritual rhythms and you know to just get into these these trance states and liminal you know states of mind um but he says like they're the religious geniuses that can kind of do it natively and they come back and they teach the rest of their communities uh what they learned and also how to best cultivate something resembling those states themselves but he sort of is like but they're special like they're 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 different and we can learn from them if we're not them, but like you have to recognize they're, they're not like us. And it's like fine, right? And probably people reading a young and shamanism and dialogue book, unless they're like in a college course studying it or something are probably pretty weird in general. But it got me thinking like, okay, if Excel or any kind of like concentration of troubled, tra very clearly, we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum, highly traumatized kids, kids with dead parents, kids with severe abuse, severe mental illness, uh, severely volatile environments. Um, and, and they're coming in and then we see some of the, the, 
you know, the creativity, but also the depths of mental illness or the heights that some of them have experienced afterwards. Uh, I, I seriously do think that a lot of the kids at Excel were more like the natural crop of like closer to like mystical geniuses and those dissociative states that literally all of us did all the time are what when regular people who just need like a timeout or need to like, they're like, I know there's something more, but I don't quite get it. Like that's what they're trying to learn when they're trying to do meditation. And I think it's like for, for a lot of people, including I'm going to, you know, I don't mean to be like, we're special, but like people who naturally dissociated all the time, that's why meditation can fuck you up and sometimes undo your progress because it puts you like back in that pr more primal dissociative raw state that you were in like as a more undeveloped youth. But I do think it's so interesting. Like I think about it all the time when I think about the, de the definitions of like who naturally cultivates these states and who has to like work. Cause I always hear people be like meditation so hard. You have to work so fucking hard at it. And it's like, yeah, I don't like to sit still. It's hard to get used to that at first. You do see your mind flipping out, but it's like, if literally you just told me all you have to do for your meditation class is zone out and like pay attention to your breathing too while you do it or whatever. It's like, oh, you mean like at Excel, just, just lock into that zone. We have a quiet 45 minutes and sort of a rhythm that I can use to help me get there. You could get there, bro. I mean, trust me, I really think you could. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's hard to get past that being like a punishable offense versus, and it's also hard to get past like meditation and the meditative state as being like this elusive thing that no one can actually do. You know what I mean? And for me, it's been as much of a struggle to realize that dissociative, dissociative responses can be meditative responses if you can learn to control them, you know? And it can be a way to enter that liminal state at will. I mean, I don't know if you saw me when you were describing seeing beyond sight, bro. That literally is the shamanic sight, like that you were describing, you know? And it's not like your mind's doing nothing when it's doing that, but it's kind of doing nothing. Cause it's like, it's a hyper-focus on what you're actually looking at they kind of freeze your mind to focus on the more that's at hand. It, it really is like seeing beyond because I, yeah. I I usually don't know what I'm looking at, you know? Yeah, and you're like not even really thinking about like it. Like you say hyper-focused and like I know what you mean, but I do like feel something in me every time you say it because it's it's like your eyes are literally unfocused. Like that's a defining part of it for me. Yeah. It's like, you know. It's almost like before the magic eye clicks. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, they bit. never work for me, but yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like watching it, the world becomes like a screensaver you're kind of watching. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the ping pong or the pipes. You know what I mean? Remember the pipes? Yeah. The like 3D pipes. Screensaver, yeah. You yeah. can just kind of zone out, but you also like, there's something underneath that. There really is. That's the, like the, the fourth grounding, you know? And it's like, you can kind of like, tap into its vibe i think like when you're seeing beyond i don't know anyway i i was thrilled when you were talking about that i was like i this is what I, i've been thinking about this but it feels crazy to say to be like i was at a school with a bunch of little shamans like who are just constantly being punished for like lapsing into like super sight meditative states 
but yeah you i mean know. you're the one that's always pointing out to me like you know the shaman lives at the edge of the village like he's not yeah. you know like <laughs> yeah. integrated into the group like you know it's always presented as like shaman is a good thing you know like everyone always wants like their wisdom and whenever they're presented in you know uh storytelling type things yeah they want to go visit and get the wisdom yeah but, but it's never like you know it like oh like my dad's a shaman you know yeah, Fucking, fuck. we'll just that go to his house you, it's next door <laughs> yeah 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 no you got a journey to this person who has been cast out or you know not found themselves out maybe it wasn't violent but we don't want him living around us it doesn't feel yeah they don't like really the want to be there either a lot yeah you know, yeah like, yeah 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 so hard for the modern shaman dude i mean you know that, it's not that hard that archetype in the genome it's didn't go in away montana for everyone well, i was gonna just just podcast that's the main thing okay i think that's what most podcasters are shamans i'm pretty sure mystics angels you think mark maron's a shaman i don't know man i'm not really familiar with the maron so. man i you know i don't like his whole vibe not yeah so who are your guys <laughs> that's his thing right that he asked people yeah, yeah, yeah i thought you were about i was about to start listing podcasts i like <laughs> um, you were asking me that there was uh chapo like it. it's just banter i think a couple times like for christmas they'll do like a play okay. uh yeah but um <laughs> There was one where it was like the ghost of Christmas future came to Will Meneker. Okay. And uh, was like, you know, painting this bleak vision. Uh, and it was that uh, the Pod Save America boys like just took over everything. Like they became the dominant force. And uh, okay. <laughs> the, the way of illustrating this that they used was they've even hired Mark Marin to ask backbenchers who are their guys. Damn. Damn. Okay. Okay. Um, so whatever we were, uh, who are like, your guys? If you had to, like, do you have guys? Just you. <laughs> I mean, you know, like Klosterman, Klosterman, Klosterman. Kanye, Klosterman, Joe Strummer. And Kanye. Those are my three. Joe guys. Strummer. Yeah. Is it three? Everyone has basically three guys. You can have a Mount Rushmore of guys if you want. You have four guys. You have six guys if you feel like. Wow. It. Okay. Why would we stop you from having guys? Okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I, I've never heard the how this goes. I do know he says, who are your guys? I've heard people say that. Who are like your guys? <laughs> yeah, I've heard him say it. It's okay. not every podcast the way that uh, it, they're they're claiming. Is he but, still cracking? Like, or is I he, think so. Is he getting that Spotify money? I don't think so on that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'll start listening to him. I mean, they only, you know, they can't give $100 million to everyone. True. Yeah, Only to the true. guy that talks to the dude who says the pyramids were built with telekinesis. God, I would love that to be me, man. What a great job. Yeah, no, it's, like, dude, it rules. I mean, you would have loved. Have you ever have you ever heard the episode with the guy that does the telekinesis? No, pyramids? no. It's. Uh, I actually haven't heard that many Rogans. You know, for as much as I, I don't support. believe that. You used to be whenever I was hanging out with you. Every every other thing was, <laughs> you know, yeah. on Rogan. Well, that was before the Spotify deal. I don't have Spotify. You don't have to have so Spotify to do it. He's dead to me now. You don't have to have Spotify to listen. But I don't have Spotify. I get it. How? Because you just, it's free. Like you just I, hit I play and it starts playing. No, nah, man. I like to, that's not how I operate. Because you still have to get on the app, right? That's correct. Once I get the app, I want to sign up for Spotify. Like what's stopping me from having Spotify is not the money. It's not having an account. 
you know what I mean? Being on the app. I'm not even sure so, that you have to sign in. See, that makes it a little different. But either way, I think I have on my to-do list, get on Spotify. Uh, Graham Hancock so, is the, the guy that I'm talking about. Episode 1284 is where he... Okay. I, I don't think that 1284 is the one to listen to. I think that he probably had better stuff. There's probably YouTube clips. This was like his third time on there or something. I think it's in there somewhere because... He like goes on with a guy named Randall, I think. And I think that those are the ones where I really, because he's basically like all over and over in the thing. He's like, well, you know, just go listen to what me and Randall told you a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, but, but he does, he is willing to flesh out how the, the mind pyramids came to be made. I mean, like the mind pyramids thing is funny, but like I, I listened to that episode because I saw a clip on TikTok. There was this guy explaining like the problems with the theories around how the pyramids are built. And I was like, God fucking damn. They're, he's right. They don't know God. how the pyramids were built. All right. And so like everything up to there is perfect and like unassailable in my view. Uh, but then he's like, what I think? So they built it with their minds. And then sure. he lost me. Uh, it's like uh, in the the like uh, king's chamber or whatever. Uh-huh. The, that's where like the biggest rocks are, you know, okay. the biggest pieces. And there's like... I forget. I think he says it's like a piece of granite that weighs like the same as like 30 SUVs. Okay. And how would a civilization put something into a building that if weighed I had to guess? 30 SUVs? If I had to guess, minds. I would say probably their minds. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, you're talking to, like the, the accepted explanation is, uh, you know, they had a ramp or whatever. But like oh, ooh, didn't something think of that. okay something like it's it's the math Some sort of pulley the math flatly doesn't work if you're just saying like they pushed it up the side of the pyramid it's too steep an incline to have the kind of incline where just with manpower you could get a piece of granite this big to go up to the height that it's placed at the ramp would have to be I don't know miles. What if you bust it on the pulleys? And if put it on top, build they the built pyramid a ramp around that. that's miles long. Put it on top, build the pyramid around that. Where's the ramp? You take the ramp down when it's done. Why? There was a ramp at Excel when we went there. It wasn't there when we went this weekend. You have a several miles long ramp, and you're just <laughs> like, well, whatever. It was just. Shit, I mean, man. the ramp would have been the greatest accomplishment of that civilization to that point, and they just fucking took it apart. It could that that would be funny as fuck. How often dude. do we just fucking disassemble the Statue what, of Liberty? If it's, well, they they took the scaffolding down. I just think you would have probably incorporated. That would it. be funny if it was some sick kind of ramp that just made pyramid building like super like easy and efficient. And they were like, break it down, boys. And then the next one, they were like, TC usually sets the ramp up. And it's like, T he's dead. And it's just like, no one knows how to make the ramps anymore. I mean, and we still don't. It's true that no one knows how to make pyramids. <laughs> That's fucking, I don't know that, I don't believe that, man. We have skyscrapers in the city that are better than pyramids. With those tools. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm not saying we could make fucking, pyramids. I mean, like, they made the Memphis one. Yeah, man. Why is everyone all like fucking freaking out about pyramids all the time, man? It's like we have better buildings. Because what I just buildings. said. Are you listening to any <laughs> of this? We have better buildings, dude. Like much better buildings. Jesus like, Christ. Uh, I know how they made them, man. They fucking stacked bricks up, dude. Like it, it. They're not even that big. The bricks are too big. Nah, dude. 
There's I haven't been, but... 30 SUVs. I've been to the pyramids in Central America. That, they were not shit, dude. Okay, I'm not talking about those. Well, you know Doug and Nancy from Excel? They mm -hmm. went to Egypt. That's tight, while like, you were there. They, uh, yeah. They had, so they had like pictures of them like riding camels and shit in front of the pyramids. But they're not that big even, man. I mean, I haven't been. But I'm just saying, dude, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I'm interested in like all the aliens and all that stuff. I mean, I suppose, but I don't know, man. I'm not like in good Egypt. stuff at all. Egypt has never figured that specific way into my like paranoid cosmogony. You know, I mean, you probably don't even care about the Antithecarian mechanism, dude. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, no, it's just like a, a astral navigational computer. Okay. From like thousand BC or something. All right. I care if you would listen to that. the well, the, the big thing why you, why you would like the podcast is it's just the guy constantly being like <laughs> the fucking narrow minded evildoers in the archaeological establishment that are right. trying to I silence like my. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that you would just like if it's just you know. The the elites are uh, you know uh, closing us off from greater possibilities. I mean, I look, that's his basic message. I feel that, but actually, I have to update. I I don't actually fully subscribe to that approach. Even I I just feel the need as you were saying that. I actually think. Do you know who Eric Weinstein is? Have we talked about him? Yeah, this dude sucks so hard. Okay, uh, he like. He's one of those guys, though. So he has like all kinds of stupid acronyms for the. Is he the like, guy whose brother got kicked out of Evergreen College yeah, or yeah, whatever? Exactly, and he exactly. goes on Joe Rogan talking about cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he thinks he solved physics, like, but the physics God. academy won't publish his shit or whatever. So, That's right, yeah. And he won't publish it because they'll be too mean about it or something. I don't know. Maybe he's published it since then. But like, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about that, the, you know, that type of guy. And I would say just fucking, I'm all, I'm with anyone who wants to be like the elite gatekeepers are fucking keeping people down, using their power to keep out authentic voices like blah, blah, blah. They're certainly doing some of it. They are. They are. But I would. Just look at Gobekli Tepe, dude. What's that? It's what this guy's always doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like he, he had claims about when like how advanced civilizations could have gotten and like what kind of building they could have done i think that i think that his big claim is that hunter gatherers could have had larger buildings than the archaeological establishment gives them credit for and i've heard that gobekli tepe is it's like a median a time. site where that did occur yeah i've and heard i've heard it's about like that. so it's I don't know obvious about gobeki tepe dude yeah, yeah dude yeah it's dude. in turkey yeah exactly yeah for real I, i'm not joking i was about to say it's in turkey I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding dude it's like a it's like a medium society like it's like it's not as stark as like we're hunter gatherers and then we were like fixed agricultural societies yes it's like it's like there were gathering places that you know had flexible populations yeah i think yeah yeah for sure <laughs> go back you tell me yeah and uh i think that the accepted archaeological establishment explanation is that humans reached the north american continent like eight thousand years ago 
And uh, okay, my man says it's a hundred thousand years. Ready to believe that? I think it's something. I think it's that level of magnitude. I, I'm pretty sure that's like what everyone says. I don't. I think everyone says that now. Nah, this podcast was like a year ago. I don't know, man. I actually, I, I'm not an expert on this stuff. I don't care, man. Who he says, gives a fuck? He says it's uh, Aborigines sailing from Australia in boats reach South America. I'm ready to believe all this. And that there were cities in the in the Amazon the size of London. Yeah, this is all cool, man. But to me, okay, it's like there's something in the human brain. There's a type of guy, usually a guy, probably, you know, you got your Amelia Earhart's, I guess. You know, like the explorer guy mm-hmm. who wants to go find the lost city, you know? And that's we always been the wrong been a time thing. for it. Yeah, exactly. And so because we're born in this time, you have to like insist that it's like actually science and like go on Joe Rogan and be like, no, for real. You know, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's too bad. If you ever find yourself making your thing being like the the elites are keeping my ideas down, you just gotta sell your ideas. And then when people are like, Why haven't I heard about this? Why I, why aren't people talking about this? Because that's the natural response. Rather than being like making yourself look like a sour grapes failed academic, you gotta be like, you gotta I think this is what I would do if I'm talking to aliens and shit. Joe Rogan's like, Why haven't why aren't people talking about this? I just be like, Joe, you know, I've talked about it. I've published my ideas. All of my sources are out there. I cite everything. I'll talk to anyone who have me. I'm happy I'm here today. I'll debate anybody. But, you know, it's ideas are hard and people are frightened by them. And I found it's better just to run my own race and get the word out there rather than just seeing, like, someone with just another chip on my shoulder, another axe to grind. So, you know, the call's out here. Uh, no one really, you know, or like some shit. That's like not that. how Graham Hancock's that, wired. That's how I. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That's why I'm not an aliens like you know guy like. He that. gets there a little bit because he wrote a book and he will constantly be like, you know, read my book. That's it. Yeah, you got to kind of be like, look, I'm right here. It's you know? been it's been there in fingerprints of the gods since 1996. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You think I should buy that book? Yes. I don't know, bro. Can I can I shift a little bit and tell you about a book I found? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I apologize for taking us this far off the tracks. It's but fine with me. Now that we are, I'm not. I'm Dude, not Excel had all kinds be... of wacky books like that, like oh, books from them. the '90s with weird scientific theories. The best kids parents me, were kooky as shit. Too. There was a there was a kid. I mean, I would love to know. Maybe you do where half those fucking books came from. I was wondering where they went, people, man. Oh, what happened God. after? I don't Excel. even want to think about it. We got to talk God, to some I would people. Love yeah, that. there's man. no way that they're I mean, like they got dropped off at fucking either a half price or a dumpster. Probably. Jamie probably kept them to read. There's not a chance she doesn't know how. Um, and uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'd love no, to talk to her married. one day, and I don't think I'm helping my cause with uh, <laughs> accusing her of not being able to read. So my, I officially retract that. I didn't say it. Fair. Um, Thank you. But uh, they, they had like the big collections, you know? And so like you know, several encyclopedias, um, definitely like, you know, collected works of, uh, Shakespeare, obviously, but plenty of writers you've heard of. And then there was one that was like various volumes. It was a collected set all bound the same way on scientific thought. 
And there was an entire volume and it sat on the shelf for years until Daniel picked it up. I'm sorry, we don't say names. No, I don't care. I don't think that's bad. I think we can, dude. Um, as long as we say save the fucking egrets, I think he's fine. Tight, tight, tight. He, he Please do publicity. stop the chop in Breckenridge Park. You have to. I, I believe that. <laughs> um, but so, Shout out. Uh, yeah, our our good buddy uh, picked it up, and uh, it was uh, it was like a, a volume of pseudo scientific thought, and it just had a chapter. Oh, the lives of a cell. Yes. Yeah, that book was the shit, man. It was so good. Yeah. It was just each fucking That's like more my pre-Einstein. Like like basically the people whose lives were ruined by Einstein coming in and giving a halfway decent explanation uh, of how the fucking yeah, world yeah. works. That's a different book, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I feel like Lives of a Cell was in there. Or maybe that's an essay in Lives of a Cell. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um yeah, yeah. I like like the one of the chapters I think was called Lives of a Cell. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh because yeah. it was all stuff like that of like your body is made up by small people who <laughs> <laughs> live inside of you. Um kind of true. There's uh Alfred Lawson. Uh, was the one that always stuck out to me. He had a he called his area of science lossonomy. That's what's up. And uh, it was it was all suction and pressure. Sure. Uh, like all all the forces of the world are explained by suction and pressure. Like gravity is just suction. I mean, you know, um, you know the the aurora borealis. That's, that's uh, like the that's the pressure, pressure getting out. Yeah, I, I was gonna um, guess. And then there's he had something about zigzag and swirl. I think I've talked about See, all this on this podcast. That before, shit rules to but me. It, yeah, you it rules it. big time. See, to me, uh, that's the tragedy of the modern age. Is like guys like that yes. get, don't get like guys like that get laughed at. They used to be able to write books and to be like they would travel I, from town I, to I town giving art, giving lectures to the learned men for sure. And the men would be like sick. Oh, yes, yes, you yes. Know? Yeah, they'd ask questions, they'd like <laughs> yeah. show off and shit. Yeah, man so awesome but even then you know that's the well women learned astronomer you know when i heard him had to get up and look outside look up at the stars so i was so sickened by the knowledge that i remember reading that in excel being like absolutely that is me man me and walt whitman uh there's some good stars this weekend Bro, the stars were looking good this weekend the being out in, in the lawn was nice it's just a nice time, man. I think so. That was the big takeaway was like the nervousness I was feeling like uh, I kept having to check my posture sitting in the car because the way I was sitting was getting fucked up because I wasn't able to pay attention. Like I was going back into old breathing and moving patterns. And I was like, whoa, I'm like, this is probably where like how I was at Excel, you know? Uh, and then, I mean, that made sense because I was like fight or flighting. Like just by being near, like you know, people. I said I don't know if they're even there anymore. Do you think but you, you fought or fought? I wanted to fly. I I act like I'm a tough guy, you know, but I'm more of a flighter. You know, I like to get out of there if things aren't going well. I think, uh, and yeah, I just get like antsy, and I really do think that's why my leg, my hip was always exteriorly rotated because. They say, look at someone's feet to see if they want to be where they are. And we saw that picture where like my one foot is just like fully at a weird 90 degree angle. And that that is the the angle that has fucked up my gait still. I mean, sitting at a desk forever didn't help it or whatever. And I have had a breakthrough since that weekend. I've, I feel like I've finally turned the corner of my default hip rotation. 
being straight. When uh, you say that weekend, you mean this last weekend? weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like the last on Monday. two days? Yeah, yeah. I told you I had to wear the knee brace on yeah, Monday because yeah, yeah. I had to protect the the new gate. Uh, but that was what I, like, so when we got out and we're walking around before the dog, and one of the other guys said this too, it was like, that all went away. And it was sort of like just standing in this place that is smaller than I remembered. And all the other stuff came later, like the images of the little kids and stuff. But there was like just a calmness of being like, this place, had, the only power this place has over me is power that I have that I'm lending to it or that like I gave it that I didn't really know I, I had. But what was also cool is I didn't know I had taken it back. It was like a lagging indicator, like a confirmation that I'm bigger than it now and just standing there and it just felt great dude i like felt it up the back of my spine like i felt fully just like i'm right here no one can do anything to me that i don't want them to do like uh you know i'm just i'm here i'm not subject to anyone i mean we're all subject to larger forces or whatever but i'm just standing here with the homies we're all doing great we all have families we all have futures you know and uh I don't know. It was like this place felt hopeless a lot of times. And it just, I, we were literally just standing on solid ground, man. And it felt like kind of for the first time to actually like fully stand there and, and just be okay and not feel afraid or anything. It felt awesome, man. So I'm really glad, man. I'm thank you for, for being there with me. And I know those guys are listening too. So I said it to them too, but. And, you know, obviously any listener. It's been a wild journey, man. Uh, and it just felt, uh, I don't know, it was great. I'm, I'm so glad we did it. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, there was there was something too. I, I, I'm not sure I can put words to it, and certainly not as well as you just did. Uh, but the, the fact that there were people there and that, like, I felt certain that they didn't know what had gone on. And the administrators weren't there. So it's kind of like, like, like I, I've, I've have taken great comfort in the fact that if they wanted to send me back, they couldn't cause it's not there. <laughs> yeah. uh, cause I do, I mean, it's definitely been less. It's been way less since we started doing this. Uh, but within the last month I had a, Damn. They got me back. Dream. I I texted you whenever I had, had it and I uh I like rolled over and recorded what I could remember. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't realize it had been within a month. Maybe it's not. Uh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, man. Um but so, you know, like obviously it weighs on me the the prospect. Uh and yeah. it's it was just something like these are the stewards of it now and it's not that to them true like these guys have more current claim to like what this is it's for them to define and not me wow and they i just had a sense that like they did you know like like i looked him in the eye whenever we went up to the ravine you right, know like right, I, right. I made eye contact with that guy and like gave him a wave yeah okay, of just yeah. just kind of trying to be like hey dude we're not here to cause any trouble like right. You know, I'm not going to call the cops on someone who's friendly to me, you know, right? Right, right, right. Um, and, and I, like, you know, do I know anything from looking him in the eyes? Absolutely fucking not. But I had a sense in my soul that uh, he wasn't like, oh, these kids must be from the school. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. was just like, 
I don't know who these guys are. Don't really have a guess. Maybe they're lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's nice, right? Like it's just that yeah. that land is not being used for that purpose, and the land <clears throat> doesn't really have a memory of that purpose. And we're just fully free. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And then you think about, you know, because there's the graves of, of the people who had slaves on the land, too. Yeah. You know, and that is still there. So it was something else before that? us. Absolutely. That was marked out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's a very hopeful way of looking at it, that it can be more. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, whatever happened on that land there happened There are on people it. now who, like, go and are like... You get married there. I had the beautiful wedding ceremony <laughs> yeah. in this place. It's a It's a beautiful place for me. Yeah, yeah. I said as we were driving up, I was like, would you get married at Auschwitz? You know, <laughs> like, not that it was a concentration camp, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. a sacred site of pain. Yeah. Uh, some kids certainly had some fucking pain on that land. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's like, I don't think Auschwitz should turn into a wedding chapel, <laughs> but I'm fine with this, with Excel being one. You know, it's it better than be, it being what it was. It would be kind of cool if it was a full replica museum. Yeah. Like, I would kind of like if I get Alzheimer's, that's my memory unit. Is I just move back into an Excel dorm, but it's sick as fuck. Oh my God. Like, it's just like an Excel dorm, but just, you know, no rules version. That could kind of be like, that's kind of how I want to go, actually, if I have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be so fun. You're a they weirdo. A, a, like CGI Jamie that you can just tell the fuck off. Yeah, I would love that if it is just like they've set it up so that every day I get to be like, yeah, she's like no. on your feet, and you're like, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing the food this time. Yeah, that would be that would be good. Maybe you know, I mean, I've definitely I've heard people hypothesize our generation. Hopefully, it'll either be really bad or really awesome. Our like you know memory care units. Can you imagine? Like, cause for sure we're going to demand drugs, like real ones. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're not just going to stop taking them. Mm -mm. Uh, I feel bad for like my grandparents' generation. For VR's their... got a lot to say here. Exactly. Yeah. Like my grandparents' generation, they had to give up like their main shit, you know, like no smoking, no drinking. Like once you're in the old folks home, mm -hmm. you really couldn't get away with it. But it's like I bet, like, pretty sure they were still drinking. If they, like, the alcoholics remained alcoholics, I would bet. Well, I think they died a lot sooner too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> but, you sooner. know, yeah, I think that's like maybe in the cards for me as well. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, the next chance are going to be ripping edibles, like for sure, probably yeah. vaping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sounds Love tight. streaming yeah you know? anyway um what so, did you take from standing at excel sorry it sounded like you're about to say something i can withdraw my question no i mean i had a question for you but i'll answer your question um how did i mean like i i felt sheepish upon reviewing that i was like just blabbering too much <laughs> oh when you mean reviewing uh, like just whatever i was thinking back on it yeah 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 i don't think you were blabbering too much like, I just, it, it was the kind of thing where, like, everyone else, everyone was feeling a lot, and I wish that I, just in general, had more of an ability to, like, kind of experience things quietly, but that doesn't really make you a podcaster. <laughs> I know the exact feeling you're, you've talked about. I thought it to myself. I've literally been like, I feel silences sometimes. 
I think when I'm feeling uncomfortable or feeling anything. I mean, I was, I was feeling a ton, you know, like I was yeah. feeling an outpour, like I was verbalizing everything that was coming into me because it was coming into me so strong. I mean, like, you know, I was standing in the place where the memories were made, they're big memories. Yeah. And like, I, I couldn't help myself, but just, you know, thinking back on it, like I, you know, some of the stories just kind of like trailed off because everyone else was in their own thing. And I just wish that I would have like been, had a little bit more forethought about, you know, everyone else being in their own thing and just kind of ex sort of been able to be in my own thing a little quieter. I think that would have been more I satisfying. That's the point I would pay more attention to because I don't think anyone really cared. Like I remember you kind of trailing off. I don't think off. they were mad. No, I remember thinking to myself, it's really nice that TC can just kind of trail off and no one cares because everyone accepts that he's probably just talking because we're all feeling a lot and that's how he deals with stuff. Like, like I didn't think that those full sentences, mm -hmm. but it kind of just flashed. Like, as you trailed yeah. off, I was literally like, that's nice. I was like, it's nice that no one cares about that. <laughs> like, you know, like, not that no one cares about what he's saying, but no one cares that he's trailing off. Like, he got his nervous, it's almost as if you were just fidgeting and then you stopped or something. Yeah. Like, no one cared. But I do agree for you, probably, it sounds like your, your desire to cultivate a more, like, a silent way of apprehending is a good tool to have in your arsenal. But yeah, so I mean, you know, that that kind of was the, you know, what was it like for me? It was just a lot, it was a lot of stuff rushing back, you know I mean? Like yeah. a lot of stuff like forcefully trying to get to the surface. Um, you know, and I mean, like, I think that everyone experienced that a little bit at least, you know, and like, it was cool. Yeah. I, I loved hearing, you know, what was, I don't know. You know, I mean, under those circumstances where it was kind of stressful, it wasn't clear if we were allowed to be there or not. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that, that colored everything, but, uh, I, I would, I mean, why we got to go back and just obtain permission first is, uh, I, you know, just like a full day of like just seeing what comes to the surface for me and more so for everyone else. That yeah. sounds delightful. That's what I, I want to go off in the field and just sit there for a while. Yeah. I want to sit by the ponds and I want to wake up and just walk outside the dorm just because I decided to and just sort of like fuck around. Do what I, you know. Want to go mean? out at night? Oh, I didn't even think about that, man. I've yeah. never been just like walked the campus at three a.m. Hell yeah, yeah, man. I know I've told you this before, but there was a dude that I talked with later. Like I saw that he was from Montgomery. And okay. I was like, I used to uh, used to be in a school in that area, and uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, I actually do know about that place." My buddy used to work security, like would watch us at night. Yeah. Like just kind of there'd be like a guy on campus. And uh he was like, you know, it was just like a big open stretch of land. We would ride ATVs. Like he'd be like fucking coast is clear. Bring out the ATVs. <laughs> and uh he uh <coughs> is a, a major league pitcher. Wow, so, okay. Andrew Kashner. Came okay. up with the Padres, played for the Rangers for a little bit. Okay. Uh, Orioles, I think, uh, was probably where he found his most success. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I know you're a big AL East guy. If I had to pick, yes. The AL East is my division of choice. And uh, <laughs> it would be dope to fucking, like, just thinking about, like, you know, he was there a couple times. I lived there every day for four years, and like I've never been on the grounds at that time of night ever. You know? Yeah. And I'd love to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I I can't believe I didn't even think about that. It was just like a, 
Yeah, nighttime you were doing shifts. Because we had a great little walk Friday night. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And if I we mean, just would have done that, but around the Excel pond, that sounds delightful. See, now I'm getting like I might be trouble. I might it might be too stimulating for me to be up and about on Excel's campus at night. Like I'm just like, what then? Would what would we do then? Like <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I'm like, there's just too. I'm like, I need to be contained in the dorm, dude. <laughs> no nah, i'd love to walk a little thing it's probably a good amount of little wildlife out there yeah for sure for sure you know yeah oh my god dude i just felt like a fond longing in my heart to get back there that's <laughs> fucking fucked up dude god damn it i mean as miss nancy fucking yelled at us every morning it is a nice looking piece of land for sure how can you be miserable, surrounded by this beauty, you fucking ungrateful? <laughs> like, because you're yelling at me. Like, don't you think the way someone is treated kind of weighs heavily in their happiness than the fucking <laughs> the view outside? I loved getting yelled at by Miss Nancy. Yeah, well, I didn't. I really did. I think, I don't know, am I the only one? Who do you think, I mean... I mean, you had your people... I thought that you had a bunch of guys that you made Nancy invitations with. No, no, no. But I mean, like, uh, did you think everyone hated devotions as much as you? Yes. I'd say I I'm, thought devotions I'd say I'm in right. the, the group that's like uh, got a pretty balanced, positive view of devotions <laughs> comparatively. I like the devotions. I guarantee you the, the Excel Facebook group is backing me up. <laughs> yeah, they probably That's a are. bunch of devotions haters if I ever met some. I think we could all do with some devotions in our life. You know, I liked 11 step time more, uh, for sure. But Except telling stories? No, no, no. That was in the was morning when I first got there. Oh, yeah. The yeah, prayer yeah. meditation yeah. time every morning. Yeah. I that was fundamental for, for me. Uh, but devotions you know, was uh, not, not a substitute, to be it honest. It was tight whenever she had the uh, Lou Holtz book. I like that. Yeah, that was sick as fuck, dude. That was like the main book Go I remember Irish. from that. I don't remember a single other devotions book she did. He sent those uh, kids home from the bowl game. What kids? The good ones. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know exactly. Some of his best players like broke curfew. And he was like, nice. I don't care how good you are. We got standards here. He sent home all the, the good players, and they won anyways. <laughs> That's the Lou Holtz way. That's right. How Interesting, interesting. A lot of um, lessons to be learned there. No, I just wanted to know, whenever we were kind of like uh, reviewing it, you, you, you said like, I'll wait till the podcast. Oh, God. Have you said it yet? I can't remember. You seem to say, like you said it like three times. It seemed like you really Oh, had, I think uh, I meant, no, I was talking about that when I freaked out about getting arrested. That's all it was. Okay, uh, I did tell you already, but I guess now that we've said it, uh, yeah, no, just whenever we were sitting in the car, there was a, and it's it's hyper fascinating, <laughs> just the way that social dynamics work in that situation. And I, I don't know, I, you know, they call me manipulative a lot there, and uh, I'm at no point ready to grant the point, but uh, I, I do feel like it's good to have a sense of how those things go and try to move the currents in your direction if you can. Uh huh uh and they are so fascinating and i feel like i do have like a good inner compass for like what it yeah i mean like the the big thing is that like you can't control it by yourself what you have to do is subtle like you know once you've caught like i usually establish a pole 
you know, of like, this is what I really want to do. I want to get out of this car. Uh-huh. Then, there, then if, if it occurs somewhere else in the car that there's an, the opposite pull, then we're at the mercy of, you know, the people in the middle. And, uh, but like just the slight, slight thing can, you can know, shift it. I mean, like, uh, just everything I've said in the last two minutes is proof that like, surely I am a serial killer. No, no. I think, I think you're, you're right. I don't, I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm saying I'm a serial killer. Thinking about it that way is a little psycho. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, and so, yeah. yeah I, so for the listener, we were debating about whether or not to get out of the car at first when we pulled up. Yeah. To to the campus. And uh, I I mean like, you know, you you had a lot of uh lot of energy and, like you were being pulled a lot of directions and like I get it. I'm not but I definitely said like do you guys want to get out and everyone including you is like, yeah. And then whenever we started to actually get out, you were like, Oh, I didn't mean that. And I I'm confused. <laughs> I thought you meant get you- out, like let's get out of here. Yeah, like, I mean, I just I want to get out. Like, I don't know, think all I said out. was like, "Let's get out." I think it was like, you know, I'm I'm feeling good. Like, it feels like it's not that dangerous here. Let's uh, let's go. Let's get out. Yeah, that's not how I took it. I I don't remember that preamble, but I believe I'm sure you did say that. But yeah, I said with everything I'm seeing. No, I remember being like, "Oh no, obviously he means get out of the car." Like, I wasn't like, "I'm right." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like. I remember being like, oh, fuck. Like, I think that contributed to my panic because I was like, oh, fuck. Like, everyone's agreed. Like, we're just getting out of the car. I was surprised that uh, that you weren't. I, I just would have thought that, uh, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. I mean. Sometimes it's hard for me to conceptualize people having a viewpoint other than mine. I was freaking out because I knew exactly what you were basing your viewpoint on. And you said it. And I, it's not accurate. And I've been arrested because no, of that same fault. That's assumption. not what I was basing my viewpoint on. I thought that I, I was a hundred percent. I mean, like, I don't know, you know, the, the facts have indicated, uh, just, <laughs> uh, thought that the, I, I had nowhere in my mind that someone would see us not say anything to us, just take out a phone and dial nine one one. That's happened to me. I mean, you know, obviously I can't deny it's happened to you, but it's, it's, it, I mean, it's so far from what I would do. And it's a semi-public place. Like, we could easily have been, like, someone who's scoping out. Like, I, I doubt that the guy that's that mowing the true. lawn is the guy. And I, I verbalized that part of it before. But that also is what happened to me. What? Trespassing in a semi-public a, place. You were at a wedding venue? I was in a parking garage. Yeah. In a shopping center. Uh, and the cop came up and he was like, this is, you're not supposed to be here. And, and this is what I kind of felt. I was like, everyone is kind of assuming we'll get a chance to leave if we're not supposed to be here. Like, they'll just be like, get out of here. Uh, and then we'll leave. So no, no downside. But what happened to me, this is my first time being arrested. Uh, this is obviously before Excel is I remember that feeling of being like, all right, we're good. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it was like a shock. It was like a, like, welcome to there's actual worse consequences than you imagined. Cause the cop was like, no, you're not leaving. You're under arrest. Like get in the car. Uh, we're taking this seriously in, in these here parts. Uh, and I was like, I just, immediately, it was paranoia for sure. I'm not saying I was right, but what I was feeling was like, what if you just bought this school and you just get fucking kids coming up like every month, you know, and you're sick of it. 
And so you're just like, next one's just call the cops. They'll get on the Facebook group and say, hey, we got arrested. Or like, you know what I mean? Like something like, this all just flashed before me as we were talking about it. So that's the thing I was saying I was going to explain. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I I appreciate you sharing. I got out of the I car. fully believe that it happened, but like it doesn't really, like, you know, like uh, the fact that uh, the roulette wheel has landed on black the last uh, five times doesn't really have a, you shouldn't bet based off of that. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Okay. Let me know about your uh, <laughs> millions won on roulette with this strategy. Yep. All right. Interesting. <laughs> what? I mean, I feel like kind of the whole thing about being a human being is pattern recognition. And sometimes that means like grabbing your faulty pattern recognition. But just to say, that you should just forego pattern recognition altogether because roulette can lend itself to a faulty one is uh, an abusive analogy. It's like an abuse of the use of analogies, I think. There was a percentage a, chance that, that they that called the cops anything. on us and it was not affected by the fact that the cops had been called on you, you know, 20 no, years before. No, my ability to discern the possibility that at all was heightened compared to yours. But because like not I in a way that made it. it more accurate. No, I think I did make it more accurate because I was the only one that even knew it was possible. I mean, as far as we can tell based on experience, it wasn't possible. And I'm still the only one that knows. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm glad that we did. <laughs> I think it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. What What'd you get at Vernon's? Got a chicken fried chicken. Yeah, chicken fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought about the catfish for a while. It is in the name, Vernon's Country Catfish. Yeah, this was like the the restaurant next to Excel. Yeah, they were always staff members always had little styrofoam. Yeah, yeah. With the hush puppies, dude. Those hit right, dude. Absolutely, they were nice. I don't like fried pickles, but those are the best fried pickles I've had. I don't think I even ate a fried pickle. That's a mistake. I don't think they made it to my side of the table. They definitely did because I was sitting next to you and I made sure I got them over by me. What were they? Were they spears? Were they chips? What were they? Chips. Dang. They what tasty. was the dip situation? Ranch. Fuck. I don't think I got a single fucking... Fr oh, yeah, I did. I remember putting the ranch on my plate. Okay. Okay. Good. I take it all back. Dude, I, I was in a daze. I had the chicken fried steak. What chicken was fried ribeye yeah yeah because oh the guy my. behind you told me it was a good guy bro <laughs> and i was so glad that guy was nice because you guys didn't see that but when i was coming back from the bathroom uh -huh. he literally we made eye contact and then he goes in his pocket gets out a fucking i'm serious i was like you don't have to like be this much of a caricature gets out a switchblade and just like switches it open and then like picks something out of his teeth with it wow and i was like all right man is that a good <laughs> like, idea the country cabbage dude you do that i didn't even think you i thought uh, switchblades were illegal i know i was like exactly i was like is this like i don't know i don't even know if they do this in the beginning of ninja turtles the movie but you know like without the bad kid hangout like, yeah it's like very bad kid behavior dude uh but he what was popped very, to my mind was uh face off that's not a switchblade it's a butterfly the butterfly knife. knife yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's so fucking that's great. excel classic yeah 
Uh, but then when he heard me say, what's the difference between chicken fried steak and chicken fried ribeye, he unprompted chimed in with something like, means ribeye's better or something like that. He didn't talk like Nana, dude. I take that back. He, well, he like point, he was. You were like, "Well, what's the chicken fried ribeye?" And he was like, "It's just right here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. It good. I did get it. Yeah, no uh, doubt. Yeah, it was good, but could only eat half. Didn't bring it back. Okay. The banana cream pudding was all right, man. That was. That was I great. mean, not. It was I more than all right. It, it was good. The spot. I thought about getting pudding tonight because yeah. I've been on such a pudding kick, but fueled by that. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Maybe next time we podcast, what would you do if I just brought you a little jar of pudding? I would love it. Yeah, I might do it, dude. I've done it before. Podcasted <laughs> and brought pudding? No, no, no. But I've made uh, in my sous vide machine. Okay. I made That's little, 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 little jars of pudding. <laughs> I did it one time. <laughs> okay. I looked up a recipe when I first got the sous vide. It was delightful. It sounds delightful. And I was like, I'll do this every Christmas. <laughs> I'll How many Christmases have you done jars. it? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm doing it this year. So, uh, so what? What? What were the memories that surfaced for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, it. I don't have like okay, just the image memories of just children walking on the path to the school which isn't really an incident, but just like a, a, a glimpse. That was yeah. the, the main sense memory on the grounds. Uh, waiting outside the Quonset hut, the showers, uh, and doing calisthenics and stretches uh, with a kid who was like obsessed with doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. Like that flashed out to me. Uh, the garden being gone, you know, I just saw like me and the boys digging holes or just boys out there digging holes. I was really glad that it was gone. That was such a yeah, negative yeah. place for me. Didn't I didn't miss it. I wasn't like elated that it was gone the way you, I think, are describing, but yeah, for sure. I uh, I mean, I, I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but my sophomore year, like second or third period was ag- uh and it was just two kids that like god bless them they were doing their best but i don't like them i mean one of them was all right but the guy in charge like not for me um and uh i just i don't feel like he treated us very well and i did not appreciate being treated that way yeah uh and the work we were having to do was just fucking walk through mud animal shit everywhere fucking just like fuck with these filthy fucking animals i do remember the rest of my school day i'm just fucking working through the goddamn dirt like yeah it was and so the fact that that is just now a beautiful pastoral field yeah it's a big plus in my mind wow yeah hell yeah fuck ag dude yeah i remember when they first started getting the ag shit and i'm feeling grateful like being like i mean that would have been Al walking around reading LBJ book. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I feel like uh, you know, I was on one side, you were on the the clear other side. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I was like, by all rights, this place should have been like agged out. 
You know, it's in Texas. It's run by country people. It just took him a little while. But I remember being like, I'm glad I'm leaving soon because when did you say he made it? You said, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know exactly. You had the line like, of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, what, what, <laughs> like, I guess they've made it. <laughs> yeah. They've got quite a few miniature horses. <laughs> Yeah, you're imagining their big status symbol in New Caney. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they've made it. They're doing well. <laughs> you got a little flock of mini horses. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, I told you I went to the place where we first bought the horses, right? If you have that was like my that job, doesn't immediately come I remember back to being me. like, That's fuck, insane. fuck, fuck, fuck. I don't want this to be my job, man. Yeah, the pick out like, which horse. I went with one of Jamie's kids, the dumbest of Jamie's kids. Uh, and like the don't breed. He knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I hope he's listening. If he is listening, it's not you, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was like we we had to go and like the breeder was supposed to tell us in like one hour session literally everything of how to take care of a a miniature horse. And so I think they were like, Alex is smart, so he should go. Like they were like, make sure Alex goes on that. And I remember just frantically taking notes the whole time. Uh just so terrified. She, you know, cause she was like horses died after two <clears throat> months. For sure. I mean, she was like, and if you scrape the hay this direction, the horse will die. Like, just over and no, over again. they didn't die. I, I then realized suspect they like, could have led better lives than they did. But. Yeah, but they're selling these things to morons all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I yeah, did. Yeah. and then, of course, like, that was the other thing when we were talking about succeeding in corporate America, mm -hmm. a certain kind of, like, ADD boss where you have to know which of the things they say to take seriously and which of the things you kind of learn to spot like you know michael scott is like america's example of this but like okay they're going to drop this tomorrow like they will have forgotten they said this do not take this seriously yeah you know what i mean so the mini horses was one of my first ones of those of like them being like alex this is your thing now and then just like the next day being like all right so uh we we doing the horses or whatever, and they're like, yeah, don't don't worry about that. Like you got to shadow a visit or something, and just I never did a thing with the horses after that. Yeah, I, I got pretty good at that, both inside and outside of Excel. I'm yeah. pretty proud of my abilities to. It's it's a good talent to cultivate. Exploit the poor memories of others to cultivate the sort of job that I want to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that that was a big ticket thing. Like the when I like because on the calendar of like the top ten, like there were certain days each year, and I just I got really good pretty quickly at if I liked how we did it last year, then I reminded everyone of how we did it last year, and if I didn't, I acted like I didn't remember what we did last <laughs> year, and they would inevitably do something different. Hell yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's awesome. dude. I love that moment. I'm thinking that reminds me of. Uh, when I was like probably second or third year associate at the law firm and a guy, like a, a partner that I used to work with. So the way it works is like a partner gets credit for articles, right? Like you write an article in the ABA journal or the Texas bar journal or like whatever. Is it their name? Even though you wrote oh, it? Oh yeah. Yeah. You might, the cool partners, the quote unquote, will give you a co-author or maybe like what a- the fuck? 
thanks for the help in a footnote or like if you help them write a book or a you chapter know, you or wrote something. the whole article dude i wrote whole chapters that are like lexus guides to bankruptcy that just the footnote is like the authors would like to thank alex for his research where i literally wrote the the first draft like not the first draft that got edited like the first time this book was published by the publisher i am the one who wrote the chapter and all i get is an asterisk that thanks me with like 10 other people it is it's the way of the world uh it's not like, right i know well you know you pay your dues it is a way to learn and the partner is kind of an editor and you know i like look i'm justifying it because i went through it but i will say most of the guys the dark I worked side with, he doesn't want to tell you folks is that he published other people's articles with his name on it no never i would try to do it but i wasn't good at leading those kinds of projects uh like i'd be like hey guys we got to get some articles written and then it just like People would come up with drafts or ideas, but I'm very particular uh, unless I just decide not to care. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm saying like, uh, so this guy left, right? And it was like, it's supposed to be like a big deal. It's competitive to even get to write these articles because people like to say like, I contribute to the treatise or like whatever. Uh, but I remember, so he left and I got the email, like as the other person that was on the email thread from the firm, and it was like, all right, uh, it's time to pick our chapters. Like, who's going to do the updates? You know, just tell me the topics you want or, you know, uh, and just first come, first serve everybody. And I remember like starting to type like, oh, I want to get a good topic. It's going to suck if I don't get a good topic. And then just being like, am I the only one at this firm that knows that I'm on this email right now? Like, is this seriously up to me? You know what I mean? And I was like, no, definitely not. Like people know this is like an article that's been written before, but I'm not sure anyone is like thinking about this right now. You know what I mean? And I remember like I writing the email and just being like, I, I don't think I have time this year. I think I'm going to pass, you know, as if I were a partner and then just, I didn't have to do it. You know? Nice. And I was just like, this fucking rules. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just still feel like I got away with something. It's great. But it was just like, I decided and the unseen authority that I kind of lived my life as if it existed. It was like my first glimpse that it doesn't, you know, that I made it up kind of. Yeah. There was a, an early formative lesson for me was, uh, I, you know, as is so often the case throughout my career, I've not been properly credited with it, credited with this over time. But uh, the Why Today Doesn't Suck podcast—that's me. That's my work. If you ever want to hear your birthday and you didn't <laughs> okay. get to catch it live, fucking thank TC Fleming. Okay. And uh, so I, I just like Renegade made it. Like I had made it's just banter recently at that point. So like I knew how to submit a podcast uh -huh. and like I knew where to find the audio in the station's computers. Uh -huh. And like one of the hosts, Dan, uh, uh -huh. you know, I was like, this would be cool. And he's like, I've been wanting to do that forever. It would be great if you did that. So I, I was just doing it. And he started like promoting it on the air and like the webmaster of the station or whatever wanted something, you know, like he, he wanted to be involved in some way. And I was just like, I don't like the whole energy of this thing. <laughs> uh, and so like I went to Dan and I was like, you know, and I showed him the email and like the guy's like very clearly making, you know, like clear demands of an intern. I'm an intern. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and he's like, you got to do it this way and do this stuff. And I was like, Dan, what should I do? And he's like, just don't respond. Hell yeah. <laughs> don't do any of it. 
He'll forget about it. Hell yeah. And he did. I love it. Yeah. That rules. Like, I think you might have sent one follow-up. I go back to Dan because I'm scared. You know, yeah, I don't have yeah. the confidence at this point. And he's like, just keep not responding. That's awesome, man. And that was it. There's he said the one there. follow-up. And that was, you know, I mean, like, within a year, that guy wasn't working there anymore. No one else cared. I think at this point it does have station branding, but I haven't been involved for a long time, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that rules. I love wisdom like that. <laughs> yeah. Man. Shout out, Dan. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was an amazing experience. Uh, just the walking on campus, incredibly cool. Obviously, the highlight everything was building to, but just the very real conversations that someone oh, yeah. I had, but even more so got to hear, uh, you know, between you guys. It just, the, just to have a weekend of yeah that's that's cutting really it up and yeah 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 for sure uh yeah i didn't mean to cut you off but no, yeah i agree it. like going to the campus was awesome yeah uh, and i do want to do it again but a lot of it is an excuse um because it yeah andrew's just, got a great media room we watched koyana scotty that was sick as fuck i've man. been wanting to watch koyana scotty with you i'm getting that blu-ray absolutely yeah for sure i want to watch them all i'm already feeling like I'm letting you know, Power Scotsy's great. The third one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't want it. This is the problem with me, is I'm aware of this man. Like I like to like things, and sometimes I, I will kind of get into like a defend the bad thing kind of mode. You know what I mean? Watch it before you do that. Well, I know, that's what I'm saying. No I, one wanted to love it more than me. Dude. I already feel myself wanting to be like, it's not that bad. I haven't even seen the second one. I was trying hard to convince myself that it wasn't that bad. Like as I was watching it, I was like, it's going to get better. How are you going to be able to judge it if you haven't even seen it? Just keep watching it. I couldn't finish. I, you don't know how bad I wanted to like love yeah. this thing. Like I, the first two are fucking just, you know, uh, brief explanation. It's a, you know, experimental art documentary. Doesn't have any words. It's just music composed by Philip Glass and images. Uh, it was made by a guy named Godfrey Reggio, whose creative output is essentially that he made these three movies. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, dude, it fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, you know, Koyana Scotsy is the Hopi word for uh, life out of balance. Mm -hmm. And he's mm -hmm. just trying to illustrate that our lives may in fact be in need of balance <laughs> yeah. uh, by, you know, just showing of several images. And uh, yeah, it could not be better. And the, the whole time that we were talking, the thing that you were saying over and over, which, you know, uh, I certainly have said while watching it, um, so I strongly agree, was just can't believe we haven't heard about this somewhere else. And this is going to pop. Like, it's yeah, going to yeah, be huge. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we said that over and over. Uh, Monday, got a text from Jorts, Jordan Richardson, who's the one that showed me to, uh, he, I, I heard about it from him. Like I'd never, yeah, yeah. he just, in the way that I like several times to you was like, we got to watch it. We got to watch it. He did that a bunch of times to me mm -hmm. and eventually we did. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah. And then I was like, I got to show everyone I've ever met. Yeah. Um, it but, has that uh, feeling about it, man. It really does. Yeah. It's, it feels like secret knowledge and the best knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you hear like the internet killed things like that. Yeah. So it's cool that they can still pop up. But that's what I'm saying. It's got to pop, dude. So towards that, got a text from Jorts. This season of Atlanta, they're watching it. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So basically, we're on the cusp, dude. Pretty much. I mean, as always. 
we're basically just a little bit cooler than Stay a on lot the paradigm cooler and than shit when I feel dude. like, dude. Yeah, exactly. Donald Glover, keep trying to catch up, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man. That movie was sick as fuck. Have yeah. you been watching Atlanta? Definitely. Okay. I'm waiting, I think. Like, because it's on right now, right? Like, it's airing. What do you mean? Like, it's airing right now. Oh, Atlanta? Yeah, like the. Uh, I thought you were asking if I've been watching Koyana Scotsy. No, Atlanta, oh, I'm waiting no. for uh, the whole season to be out. Yeah, it is airing right now. Okay, I that's what I thought. Yeah. Dude, the sickest fucks on the entire internet are these people that just over and over fucking uh, releasing all the shows at once is bad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this, like, wanting to punish yourself with this week to week bullshit no i life I'm, got I'm, better and you're trying to make it bad again fuck I'm, you i think i'm gonna watch it week to week i've, I've been thinking it's time well, to go back do it now you've it's been on for like three weeks no i'm not doing it with atlanta but i'm gonna do it with uh the suicide the girl who made her boyfriend kill herself kill himself chill. fuck all that because that's week to week it's I, i'm looking forward to having something to look forward to you know like oh this week I oh, look our forward shows to binging on. shows our shows on i mean that's cool that's something to look forward to too there's something every night. That I need an anchor, you know? I can find something. I only I watch list. one show at a time. I like to watch one show at a time. I got to watch Paris, Texas. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. Definitely. Dude, what's your thought? I have a theory. I've gotten into arguments with women lately. Uh, that's nothing new. But this <laughs> Would you say that you're the MLK of fighting women online? <laughs> I wish. Uh, shout out fellow DFW king absolutely yeah uh thomas leno killer on twitter yeah yeah uh no no the i've i think these are related arguments i've gotten in arguments over jada pinkett smith obviously you know the slap (laughs) and then also the girl who made her boyfriend kill himself and you got in an argument about that i got in an argument with that was about the same person yeah my fucking wife <laughs> why are you <laughs> why would you put your hand back in that fire <laughs> i have principles uh, <laughs> and the principle is my hand needs to be burned well she was wild dude she was saying the girl i mean it's if just, your wife tells you to kill yourself you should do it dude. I mean, that's her basic point dude. <laughs> like i, I mean, doubt I'm that she like, would agree that that's her basic should point do what, be able to do whatever they want and everyone should do whatever women tell them listen to do. dude they've been getting and a raw deal should. for a while <laughs> we should turn it around at some point like she was just like i don't think you should go to jail if you if you're just because you tell your boyfriend to kill himself i don't think you should go to jail for that that's one of the worst miscarriages of justice i've seen i, mean, I guess you two are the same then i don't know man i, I mean, wasn't with her or your representation i'm sure if i got the chance to hear it from her i would agree with everything she felt about jada pinkett smith but based on what you were saying i felt like you had some good points yeah uh, <laughs> but uh the the dude you like fucking you're wor- like he killed himself yeah I'll, so one thing she did say that was kind of a good point was does the law tend not to recognize personal agency yeah i don't know so it, it's going the other direction for sure i mean like if you can't well, say someone words should stop it if just saying words hurts people then definitely saying words like kill yourself like you have to you know but i guess it's that's, not good you shouldn't do it but it's in the large category of things you shouldn't do that you shouldn't go to jail for either yeah i mean i don't know man i mean i think that i i gotta watch the show 
because I do feel I don't like need to watch the show. if somebody's ultra, ultra fragile, you know, I, I'm a moralist though. I'm like, I'm okay, dude. I'm not about the unjust laws. So, you know, like the law doesn't make you save a drowning toddler. I still will judge you if you don't. Absolutely. Uh, That's so, what I'm saying. I might say, well, maybe. See, I'm so brainwashed. I'm like, maybe you should go to jail for not saving the the drowning toddler. But if the toddler's drowning and you're like, go ahead, or if the toddler's not drowning, but they're on the edge of a pool and you're like, go ahead and jump in and they drown and you're like, well, they're a toddler, that's no defense, right? Uh, and if the person's an emotional toddler and you know that and you say, go ahead and jump in, does the fact that chronologically they're not change the analogy that much? You know, I think that's interesting because this guy was fucking who the fuck it should be just kind of by definition, you're fucked up if you killed yourself because a girl told you to, dude. Like it should be like, your honor, the case proves itself. You know, my man was fucked up. <laughs> like, this is a real uh it's it's a heavy subject. I don't mean to be light about it, but like the the Louis C.K. <laughs> bring up said. another person that's uh, surely got a lot of moral authority the left. Of our time, dude. Uh, the um, obviously, but like you know, fucking obviously, you shouldn't tell people to kill themselves. Okay, but <laughs> if the guy was gonna do it based on that, like how far along yeah. was he gonna live? True, like, true. How's he making it through? Well, she no, I bet she was the only person. He does person. it with peanut allergies. Okay, okay. Also Obviously, fucked up. I don't have a yeah. peanut, peanut allergy. We shouldn't feed him peanuts. Yeah, yeah. And we, but if they're going to die from fucking being exposed to a peanut, yeah, but did I, God want them to live? You couldn't. Why couldn't I'm he saying, make them a little more durable with peanuts? It's kind of a funny bit. I mean, I guess. It's not really that good of a bit because actually. Well, that's why you got cancer. Peanut allergies. Are, <laughs> that would be funny uh no but it's like dude only that girl could have made him kill himself it's not like a rando could make him do it it's like her special connection to i mean him. any girl he was dating i guess you know it's, Probably. i've not had too well, many i think girls she was like the hottest girl she was told hot. me to kill myself i'm not trying to like creep on the felon but mm -hmm. i'm saying like she was attractive i think he considered her to be attractive and uh i think she there's like a kind of attractive woman that like dates down, so to speak, you know what I mean? Sure. That likes to be secure and being the hot one. They all do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like no woman wants their man to be the better looking one in the relationship. I mean, sometimes I guess it, it happens, I guess. I think all men are beautiful. It's a form of security <laughs> I find attractive. Uh, you like to be the better looking one? I mean, I don't know. I would say it like that. But, <laughs> you know, if, if there's so much more better looking than you, it creates a loop that I don't want to be in. Yeah, I mean, if you're like just living your life, fucking man, someone who's like, you know, what? Like, I don't, I don't know, dude. If I was dating like a fucking, all of this could be interpreted as like an insult to my wife, and I don't want to insult my wife. I, I was wondering much. if yeah. I was dating like a ten out of ten, I'd be fucking worried all the time that other dudes who weren't fucking, you know uh obese we'll <laughs> be fucking moving in uh and i don't that's no way to live i don't want to live that way no i see what you mean like to not as again i don't think you were insulting anybody but like uh i i see what you mean there is a kind of i i hate it dude you know the energy of like the guy who has like the trophy wife or like i don't know you know what i mean where it's like there's kind of like a grasping to it like yeah where it's like 
if they they do bring them around like to a party or whatever there's like a very guarded like a guardedness or i don't know i don't like it yeah i hate that whole thing yeah and yeah, i i is, you know like uh norm mcdonald i think it might have only been like one episode he had a sports show on comedy central and uh it was whenever the tiger woods thing was going on and, and he was arguing that tiger woods was in fact one of the most faithful men in america okay. because whenever you considered the percentage of women who would like to sleep with him versus the percentage he actually did sleep with sure. it's a much better percentage than most people are dealing with yeah 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 and like i do think that there's some logic there there definitely and, is uh i i think that trust is difficult possibly impossible whenever you're in tiger woods a situation no 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 disagree 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 okay sorry well, disagree tiger's fucked up man the, oh yeah like, for sure you like could be, the fact his dad was constantly doing that probably had an effect on him yeah you could be in tiger's position and not succumb the way tiger did but i think it's I, harder i do believe that yeah i'm not well, yeah, saying it's impossible i'm you'd saying it's really learn, fucking difficult you probably honestly you'd probably learn the hard way that it's not all it's cracked up to be you yeah, know what i mean i think but that's tiger right. i think had a, a, a some problem. people can't learn that lesson though and yeah i, think I mean he's he, one was, of them. he it was a composer like it was a, a different he was more like the guy who killed himself. You know what I mean? Like just sort of a, the other side of it. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, the Perkins waitresses in the alleys and shit. Yeah. That's not, that's not good. Could you imagine being one of those waitresses? He's so <laughs> fucking wild. <laughs> You're just like, I just got fucked by Tiger Woods. She's like, yeah, like, dude, all the time break. I have sex with Tiger Woods. Like the Perkins waitress. I don't think it was like once. I think he like got her number. Shit. <laughs> just like fucking... I'm sure if it's like he, you know, it was a good time with the Perkins waitress. You're in Florida enough, you know, or whatever. It's like. I think it was like the Perkins hey, buy his house. Let me get your number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was like, like coming over to his house. Wow. That's wild, man. Yeah, I think I, could, I could withstand that, dude. I don't, I don't really, I think I could withstand that. I'm not sure if I could withstand it or not. I know I don't prefer it. Yeah, I don't need that. That's it's not yeah. the life I want. So that's what I'm saying. If you have like the 10 out of 10 or whatever, the guys who are creeping on her, like she's either the kind of woman who's susceptible to that. You know, I mean, I guess it's all gradations and you do, you have to just tell your wife if-, if The whole thing sucks. Whoever the whole process is, just sucks. You know, no, you just got to give it up to God, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, look, if if Drake comes through- and having to take the time to give it up to god sucks. everybody learns that you're the kind of woman that will give up a family life for you know a good time with drake then that's good that we all know that and you know it may hurt that because we thought everything you were different but you're not and then we'll just go forward with that new information and you know we'll just adjust so while we're talking what about miscarriages of justice i think that this was in new jersey what uh i i saw a story it was just it was definitely like a salacious it might have even been fox news okay but it was uh just this is the most like i i don't know i still like want to research because i hope that this is just made up but you know how people been like uh you know like a police department will put out there like our officers just got rushed to the hospital they okay. touched they touched a bag of fentanyl <laughs> yeah yeah and can we agree that that's total bullshit? Uh, you can't overdose on fentanyl from touching it. That that sounds right to me, I guess. Yeah, like if you touch marijuana, it doesn't do that either. Like you can handle fentanyl. If mm -hmm. you're not injecting it into your veins, right. you're not going to overdose. So a kid... Wait, 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 though. 
Okay. I, I mean, if you want to argue over, with a scientist, I've it wouldn't be your first time. I've overdosed on cannabis from touching it, dude. I have. <laughs> okay. I have. Do you want to hear um, Congratulations on surviving. Yes, I do. No, I did, dude. It was so, it was, it was funny, dude. I was doing something like making edibles. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is kind of gross, but I was the only one that ate them. But uh, it was like my nails were so fucked put up. Put my balls in it. Dude, it was like getting in through my nail beds. Because like I later saw, like I, I didn't consume any, like I didn't smoke any weed or eat any edibles yet. And I was fucked up. Because wow. I was like working it with my hands, like doing something with it. And huh. then I looked at my hands and it was like soaked in, like my fingers were like fully green. And it was like, you know, in that like really sensitive skin under your nails. I'm pretty sure that is what happens. So I, I don't know enough about, making, uh, but that is a funny story. So I don't know enough about, uh, this, this story is not funny at all. Um, <laughs> the, like, uh, how fentanyl is, but I, the THC, you got to have it like activated for it to have that effect, which like you do in the cooking process. Yeah. 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 Like you decarbed it by that point. Yeah. 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 Um, no, this is like, I've I ever was, done it. I was doing something <laughs> with coconut oil. Like yeah. the, it had already been cooked. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So presumably fat, like, cause if you, you can touch, you know, uh, buds as much as you want. Right. 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 And it's not sure, going to, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. to have an effect. No, I do agree. I mean, you yeah. Can eat it's them. like, and it's not going to have an effect because they're not right. activated. Right. Yeah. Um, the fentanyl is like a scare propaganda. Yeah. But there was, uh, so, I mean, this is kind of like, you know, whenever, whenever I'm like railing again, like, I don't know, this, the things that are popping into my mind to compare it to are insane. So I'm going to just not do that. Um, but like the saying like you know the cop had to be rushed to the hospital because of fentanyl exposure uh like you might think that's a harmless enough story but the thing i'm worried about is that there are idiots out there who read that stuff and believe it and then it causes them to change how they're going to react in situations so a kid was on a school bus and collapsed was taken to the hospital I think he might have passed. I'm not positive. And they like, you know, conduct the investigation or whatever. And what they arrive at was his uncle was a fentanyl dealer. And they're like saying the kid just like uh, was cleaning up the uncle's room. Sure. And like touched a bag. Wow. And the uncle has been charged with murder. <sighs> That's frustrating. Off of some total bullshit. The, the idea that you can like clean or that you can fucking get fentanyl by wow touching it wow and it wasn't even like he was cleaning immediately before it was like a day before like a couple yeah. days before this is in new jersey i think so yeah yeah i mean that's hysteria that's frustrating it's a bad deal dude if we had excel maybe he could have gone there i think the uncle was an adult Maybe the uncle should have gone to Excel. Yeah. But no, that's stupid. I agree. That's Maybe he's right. one that of your sucks, friends. Man. Uh, could be, man. You know? I wonder, dude. You hung I, out with some New Jersey fentanyl users. I For sure. <laughs> I don't know if we had fentanyl. I don't think it was out yet. but You know what I mean. They've done it some, by now. Some to be. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll find out. <laughs> All right, man. Good pod. You got anything else? I don't want to. No, man. I think it was a great trip. Memories. I mean, I, I, think, I think we'll have more memories. Too. You know, they'll keep coming up. But I enjoyed it. 
I enjoy talking about it. Me too, man. We'll see you. Later.